With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And now, folks, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Yeah, that's right. Bow, sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Bows down to your master. morning it's the big man morning show 918-460-KMOD you can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945 listen online the website that rocks KMOD.com past shows are available on iTunes search under BMMS listen with your cell phone get the iHeartRadio app available from the app store of your cell phone provider more on that at iHeartRadio.com and we're on Facebook Facebook.com slash BMMS69. That's where you can hang out with us each and every day. Good morning, Sam. Good morning, Corby. Good morning, Gimpy. Uh, good morning. We've got tickets to BMMS Fest. That is Friday. Godsmack, Hailstorm, all happening at the BOK Center. It's all brought to you by New Balance Woo-hoo! Wellness in Bartlesville. This week, anybody that wins a pair of tickets is scoring tickets to our exclusive Godsmack Q&A meet and greet that's happening here in the performance studio with catered lunch from Olivetto. Autographed 
Godsmack drumhead, which you have to come here to get. Right? So you, you if you're like, I'm not going to make it, then you kind of forfeit that too, right? Yeah. You get nothing. Good day, sir. Um, and then you get pictures with a band and us and stuff. But you've got to get, you, you know, winning's more important than ever before this week as the game is probably one of the more coveted prizes we've ever had. Yes. So make sure you're listening at 730 for that. Best and worst of the weekend. We're going to talk with our listeners are awesome. Jeff Hensley is going to join us. So if you have a question about a divorce or spousal support or custody or guardianship or maybe you're looking to adopt your stepdaughter or stepson, Jeff can help with the logistics of making that happen. Get your questions over show at KMOD.com. And we have the giveaway for Flight 666 to Voodoo Fest in New Orleans. And Dustin of Mounds won the trip. It was an awesome giveaway. It was a lot of fun. It was cold Whoa, AF, yeah. but it was it was a uh, it was a lot of fun having everybody out there, and it was a beautiful fall night. It sounds <laughs> yeah. yeah. You get enough liquor in you, you, warm yourself up a little bit. It wasn't too awful bad. Yeah, there wasn't enough liquor to warm. <laughs> I'm not a believer in that. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm. I'm a, you can do enough liquor that you don't know what's going on. I think that's it. You don't care how cold it is. Right. That's how you end up topless and face down in the snow. I tried to explain to my daughter, because Saturday morning there was frost on the ground, mm. and I was like, look, it, it's like snow. So then she was like, oh, snow, I know what snow is, we can play in the snow. I was like, well, no, it's it's not. <laughs> she's like, well, you said snow, and I'm like, yes, but I, it's like snow. And she's like, well, is it snow or isn't it? <laughs> it either is or it ain't. <laughs> I, it's not. Then why would you say that? Ah, goddamn. Uh, it's like snow. Like Cookies are like candy. She's like, but I want to make snowmen. She goes, wait, and we have you, candy? And you lie. <laughs> right. That got her distracted real quick. Right. I'm like, no. I, candy. So we're going to make cookies then. No. <laughs> and she's like, what are you talking about, old man? <laughs> Just shut up. Get it I'm, together, Dad. God. <laughs> There's things like that that she asks questions for. I'm like, ah, where's my wife? Right. I don't want to answer this question or talk about this. <laughs> Yes, the dog's dead. I don't know what to tell you any more than that. You never even petted the dog. You right. don't even know the dog. <laughs> but she right. misses it. Yep. Yes. Mm-hmm. We get that. We get misses the old house. Why the old house? I don't know. We have not lived there in over two years. <laughs> she's not like, honey, we're in a McMansion and we totally upgraded. You got to be she, grateful for the the foyer. I'm she's, tired of getting she, lost. She's like half, <laughs> half her years have been in this house. The other half, she was barely cognizant of what was going on. Right. She knows what the ceiling looks like. <laughs> barely. Uh. If she remembers that stuff. <laughs> she just sees pictures of it and it reminds her. Uh. Kids are funny that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we had cats that, like, you know, six years after they died. I miss buttons. What? Okay. Where'd that come from? Right, exactly. Like, totally out of left field. I'm like, well, I, I, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> buttons I, went I to the farm. I don't know what to say. Right. You'll meet br- Buttons on the bridge. <laughs> right. Yeah, don't worry. The Rainbow Bridge. Buttons is fine. <laughs> That's the, what you got to say. <laughs> my youngest, who's kind of putting words together but not really, she says this, like, I'll call for her from another room or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she'll go, what you say? 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what you say? Say it again, fool. Right. <laughs> I'm like, a little gangster, baby. Right. I'm like, what? Why are you talking? <laughs> Who? Who's saying those things to you? That is adorable. What you say? That's that damn blippy, man. <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> he is corrupting your children. That son of a bitch. <laughs> Teaching them bad languages and, and doing dirty things on the toilet. You nasty. I nasty ran into blippy. some listeners at Walmart and they were pregnant mm. and they were talking about, you know, how excited they are. It's their first kid. And I had so much anxiety for them. Oh, yeah? Why, because yeah. they were excited? No. I, no. I don't know that you're like, oh, you don't even know what's coming yet. Yeah. Pretty much, basically. Okay. Uh, you spend those first, you know, those nine months, oh, this is so awesome. We decorate the room. We get the paint and little bunny stickers and this and that. And then the baby comes out. Very rarely do we have life events where you can stand in front of the life event weeks before it's supposed to happen and go, this is the end of this life. I'm starting that next chapter. <laughs> yeah. Right? You're I'm not saying your right. life's over. Yeah. I'm just saying like this life as I know it, the life that I am experiencing is about to end. Mm -hmm. And I don't even know that's happening. Nope. Right? It's not like when someone's sick and in the hospital and you know like this is, you know, um, like when my, my father was on hospital. Like it's not that. Right? Even then, you don't really are aware that, like, hey, my life as I know it is over. It's a whole new life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you, but just watching them, it's like watching somebody stand at the edge of, you know, the end of a trail. <laughs> well, where do we go now? Yeah. And they have no idea that the road's ending. <laughs> right. Have good luck with your easy Walmart runs now. You're right. <laughs> right. 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 You think it's, this is a hard run because she's pregnant? Pfft. Wait until she's pregnant again, and you got two other kids that you're dealing yeah. with you. Why? Because you just like to bang. My wife had a thing on Saturday morning, and so I had the kids, and I took the kids to Sam's Club and to Walmart. Mm -hmm. And it, you would have thought we were going on a road trip. <laughs> just a huge life event to go to Costco and Walmart? Yes. <laughs> the amount of stuff, like, just to coerce them out of the house. <laughs> right. Uh -uh. I don't want it. It's scary out there. No. no don't, 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 don't do that. Don't tell me no. No. Ah, damn it. Uh, don't tell me no. No. I will take your TV away. No. <laughs> like, I'll call that bluff. Right. Because I know you can't not watch TV, stupid old man. <laughs> right. <laughs> you try to, and you're on your phone. They're like, what you doing? Hmm? What you watching? All peering over your shoulder. Get out of here. Show research. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Little baby, that you got to understand, not, I got to make money. <laughs> that does not work. That does not work as an excuse. We And then Saturday, I don't know why I'm getting on this soapbox, but I am. <laughs> and then Saturday night, they were bathing, taking a bath, you know, yay, bath time. The youngest deuced in the tub. Oh, that's always fun. And we were cleaning some stuff up, and we uh, hear, God. I hear the oldest. <laughs> so gross. I heard the oldest jump out of the tub and yell <laughs> that the youngest had deuced in the tub. God, and that yeah. is so gross. Yeah. It will happen. I know that. Oh, I get yeah. that. But I can think it's gross now because it's I can't it's, even imagine. It's gross. <laughs> there's gross no, shampoo. it's not, there's no. no, it's not gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just one of those things you have to deal with. You have yeah. no choice 
but to deal with sometimes they're going to poop in the tub. Someone's got to watch the kids. Someone's got to drain the tub. Mm-hmm. Someone has to clean out the tub. Yeah. Someone has to your, sanitize the tub. Do you and your wife go, I had it last time, or how does that work? <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> Not it. <laughs> That's adorable. Like, like we do here. <laughs> you Rochambeau, <laughs> whoever right. loses, has yeah. to do that. Yeah, where you probably will end up getting screwed over on this, mm-hmm. if Jeff is smart, and maybe I'm giving him the idea right now, is my wife goes, you do all these gross things on the wheel, you can handle this. Oh, oh my God, it's no, so different. <laughs> Poop is it off is. limits. <laughs> Both on the wheel, yes. On the wheel. yes. <laughs> yeah, not in life. Right. Not in life. It is unavoidable. And wow. I'm like, well, I don't have a counter argument to that. You really don't. Even if she's wrong, I can't go, well, in the oil and gas industry, <laughs> right. you deal with this kind of stuff all. Huh? No. There's literally no line to connect for her to be the one to do it. Nope. Yeah, but uh, I'm trying to think in my head who has a better gag reflex. <laughs> and that be the argument. Yeah. But you gag less, so I feel like you can handle this. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying he'll say that to you? Hey, now. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Then I lose both times. I almost took pictures to send to you. Oh, Thank you, you should for have. Not. You should have. Thank well, not, not not the uh, the actual evidence. The more of this is what because I love sharing those things with Sam. Oh yeah. Because he likes to scare me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not having children. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm I, and it's one of those you're like, how did that happen out of that thing? Right. She's so tiny. Right. Right? Where are you putting all of that? In the yep. tub. <laughs> right. She's putting it in the tub. I like how your eldest is like, mm-mm. Yeah. Well, we got to go back and watch the camera, and you see her jump out of the tub. <laughs> and be like, ah! <laughs> You burned in the tub! <laughs> it's awesome. Uh, all right. So we've got those tickets to BMMS Fest and the tickets to the exclusive God Smack meet and greet that's going to happen in the Q&A that's happening here at the Performance Studio with catered food from Olivetto and the God Smack drum head that's going to be autographed and pics with the band. That's you're gonna win all of that, and then you get to see them that night. But you need to get qualified. Or I'm sorry, you need to win the game. That'll happen at seven thirty. Best and worst of the weekend. Our listeners are awesome, and we'll be back. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show, ninety-seven five KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. News quickies are stories you may have missed in the news, but we cover them here, so let's get started. It's time for news quickies, world news, local news, and news that just makes you say, what the f***? Now here's Corbin, Kimpy, and Sam to fill you in on what's going on. News quickies from the Big Man Morning Show in 97.5 KMOD. Florida man disguised as a woman robs banks and steals patrol car. So 51-year-old Germasando Reyes Jr., he wore a gold dress, a red wig, and then he walked into a Chase Bank in Orlando, and he handed the lady a, a bank note or a note demanding money. So he allegedly left carrying an undisclosed amount of cash in his backpack, but then a Seminole County deputy saw the man who was disguise or who was um, ditching his disguise into like a side ditch on the road, <laughs> and so he confronted the man, and 
the officer knew something was going on. He was acting bizarre. So the officer tried to subdue him with a stun gun. That didn't work. The man ran. He ran into an apartment complex across from the Chase Bank. And um, the officer couldn't catch up with him. And then they see him take the patrol vehicle. <laughs> he led deputies on a wild chase through Seminole County and Orange Counties before crashing the vehicle into another car where they finally arrested the man. And now he's facing a ton of charges and ba- like battery on an officer, resisting an officer with violence and robbery with a firearm. Yeah. It's awesome. They said that this guy uh, has a history of attempted murder and robbery in Puerto Rico. Wow. Mm-hmm. My. All right. I think robberies are one of the more fascinating crimes that, ha- that happen, right? Why you said that? Well, because it can happen without violence. Yeah. And 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 it can happen with violence, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's an implied violence, which in terms of the charge do- doesn't matter. Right. right. Even if you're not really carrying a weapon, but you act like you do, you get charged with, you know, an aggravated robbery. Right, because mm-hmm. I thought you were. Yes. And people do things like this, which I think is the worst way to rob a bank, where you wear a wig. Right. It never works out. Well, that... Uh, <laughs> statistically, according to the FBI, it's the more common uh, yeah. one that people get away with. Really? Yeah. Yes. Like, why does that lady have a mustache and beard? There was this family <laughs> that robbed banks, and it was a dad, a daughter, and a son, and the dad kind of got them involved in this. And the way that they found them was they went to Home Depot, got safety vests, and they found that the safety vests looked, like, brand new. They didn't have any dirt on them, and they still had, like, creases. Mm-hmm. So they then went and looked at all the Home Depots and found who was buying a safety vest, and that's how they caught them. That fit the size and stuff like that. Hey, yeah. Something. Isn't that yeah. amazing? Yeah. Yeah. There's a great movie with uh, Ben Foster and Chris Pine, I think, called uh, Hell or High Water, and it's about them robbing banks. All right. And it's it's an interesting thing because you can just cover your face. Like, he's doing the wrong thing. Because mm-hmm. it's obvious if you come in like that, you're going to rob a bank. I can still see your face, face facial features, mm-hmm. right? I can tell what your nose looks like. I know what your skin complexion is. Right. See what color eyes you got. Yes. Yeah. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So you've got to be a little more, I think, Hard to identify. Right. Just wear the old Nixon mask. It seems to work in most of the movies, with, right? <laughs> you know, some Didn't kind sugar of dead and spice. Yeah, 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 whatever. Yeah. <laughs> the key is how do you enter without looking suspicious? Right. And how do you exit without looking suspicious? I don't think you can. Not with a Nixon mask. <laughs> right. I am not a crook. The bank yeah, that I go are. to, they have a sign that says, do not enter with glasses, a hat, or any mask on. Absolutely. My bank has made me take my hat off. Because, you know, they don't want it on. All and he's right. like, oh, Gip, it ain't easy, well, I, guess. I guess. Right, here it is. Damn the man. Keep me down. <laughs> man tried walking 351 miles to have sex. Damn. All right. So the things you'll do for a little sweet poon. Now, this comes out of Indiana. By the way, that, you made that sound so creepy. It really yeah, did. Right? <laughs> it gets worse. There's a guy named Tommy Lee Jenkins. He's 32 out of Indiana. He had met this gal named Kylie on the internet and they were chatting it up over some time and and he started demanding some sexually explicit pictures from from Kylie here and and even made plans to hook up with her at some point in time well she denied him denied sorry Tommy Lee I'm not gonna have any of your advances so what's he do he decided to go ahead and walk some 351 miles from Indiana to Wisconsin 
to uh, meet. What? Yes. He couldn't ride a bus or anything? No, no Ubers, no buses, no bikes, no horseback, nothing like that. He walked 351 miles to, psycho. to hook up with Kylie. Well, along the way, he kept uh, demanding, you know, and some, some pictures and kept engaging in the uh, sexual conversation. He even updated her along his way, like, I'm in this county and I'm in here and da-da-da-da. Would update her along the way. When he finally made it uh, to where he needed to be, that's when he found out that Kylie was not the 14-year-old girl that he was looking to have sex with, but instead a Winnebago. Chris Hansen from To Catch a Predator. Take <laughs> 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 the sheet right there. <laughs> What's all this What are you doing here? here? Huh? <laughs> are you having a party? Yeah, so he got popped. Poor guy. Um, Wait, right there. Who was the fourteen-year-old girl? What? what it, it was a Winnebago County Sheriff's Department. Yeah. Oh, damn Lee. straight it was. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So now he is in trouble. He got uh, charged with using a computer to attempt to persuade, induce, or entice a minor to engage in unlawful sexual activity, and he's looking at a lifetime in prison if he gets convicted. That is awesome because he walked three hundred and fifty-one miles to get arrested. That's really what happened. Yeah, right? <laughs> the whole time he had the proclaimers in his mind. The whole time, right? He's like, I'm getting there. I'm here. I gotta I'm, get. I'm, finally, I'm gonna get laid. <laughs> right? It's been so long. Just 350.95 miles. Do you realize how far it takes to just, how? I mean, how far, how long it takes to walk a mile? Yeah. Gimpy, you know this because I show. You walked just. <laughs> Two miles. It's like two miles. Yeah, yeah. And it's it takes forever. Yeah, it does. I think it took me about thirty minutes to get about maybe a mile and a half. No, maybe a mile. I don't know. It was it. It took for goddamn ever. For it seemed like anyway. And I didn't even make it all the way. Yeah. I got down the road and here he comes. I'm like maybe half a mile away from the station. You were sweating like <laughs> for real. Like you had just given birth. Carrying all my luggage and everything. <laughs> got my helmet. Got my saddlebags. I got my backpack. You were sweating like Chris Hansen had just entered the room. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing Hello. with these bags here? Take a seat right there. Uh, okay. Sorry. I was all Chris Hansen. Uh, this one's for Sam. Oh, no. Missing dog gets reunited with owners after 12 years. Oh, that's so wonderful. So this dog went missing in South Florida 12 years ago by the name of Charlie B. Barkin (laughs) and has been reunited with its owner in Pittsburgh. Wow. That's incredible. The the 14-year-old Duchess is a fox terrier. He made his way back home after being lost on February 28, 2007 in Florida. Only the pooch wasn't found in Florida. She was found October 8th, 2019, hungry and shivering underneath a shed in Pennsylvania. Oh, geez. Nobody seems to know how she made the journey over a thousand miles. We'll see what she was doing while she found some opportunity to give the little young bitch. Right. <laughs> Decided, I'm going to walk this like our other friend. I'm Tommy Lee, man. Right. <laughs> um, she was taken to the local Humane Society. They found a microchip in her. They were able to trace to her family in Boca Raton. The family was in disbelief that their beloved pooch was found and drove 18 hours the next day to pick Dutch's up. What? Uh, what? God. What, what, Gimpy? Like, how long has this dog been missing again? Like, years? Since 2007. Years. So, yeah, no. You keep, go ahead. 
keep the dog. Really? I grieve this loss. That's what Gimpy's saying. (laughs) We put this to bed. We've already replaced that dog like three times over. No, no, keep it. It's okay. That's one of those that sounds romantic. (laughs) Like, oh, we get Dutch's back. Dutch's, remember you loved, no, you don't love this anymore? Dutch's, remember you used to rub your... Oh, Dutchess, you're mean. Right? Right, because she's been in the streets. Because you're a street bitch now. Yeah, she's had to fight for her life, so now she's angry all the time. She's mad that you left her. Yeah, that's like getting... street dog. That's like when you have somebody come back in your life, you're like, oh, I've always wanted to know who my mom is. Mm -hmm. And then she comes in your life, my mom sucks, man. Yeah, she's been in prison for 30 years, and she hoards her food now. That's what what Dutchess is She never shares her tasty cakes. Mom, what are those eye drop tattoos on you for? Because I uh, cry. All these stories are on our <laughs> Facebook page at facebook.com slash BMMS69. You're listening to the Big Mad Morning Show. This is Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us from 1430, the buzz is our friend Pop. Good morning, sir. What doing? We're doing great. Uh, So college football, there were some interesting things that happened over the weekend in college football, as there always is. But there's this thing that happens that is really annoying to me is when a player plays to the whistle. Plays to the whistle, and then the other team thinks it's not over, even though the whistle has blown. And then they review the video, and they realize, oops, we got it wrong as refs. And then there's a possession loss. This happened in the OU game when Jalen Ramsey played to the whistle, didn't get the ball, pick up the ball afterwards, and moving along. They then reviewed the play, determined it was a fumble. How is a player supposed to then... Are you supposed to play past the whistle now? So you don't think that that was a fumble? It may be. I it was definitely yeah, a fumble. It was, it, yeah, but it was. But he played to the whistle. They called the play dead. Well, he it was. He played it, but to the it was whistle. Out, but it was out before the whistle. Be that as it may, he still happened. played to the whistle. He made an effort to go to the ball. The whistle was blown. Stopped going towards the ball. Yeah, I mean that's more of an issue. It sounds like that you have with with Jalen. Hurts than than anything else. Ramsey. <laughs> that uh, that uh, I mean, in most instances like that, I mean, coaches would prefer you if you if it bobbles at all and if it moves to try to hop on top of it as much as possible and not just automatically assume that you're down. Yeah. Uh, but that was uh, it was a clear fumble. They got the call correct. Yeah. Um, and that was you know one of. A myriad of issues with Jalen Hurts over the weekend. Uh, this was the first real test from them, or for them defensively that we've seen. And I, I think Jalen Hurts has improved as a passer. But this, in this core group of guys that Oklahoma has had that has won the Heisman Trophy, he is by far, um, by a mile, worse at passing than what Kyler Murray and also Baker Mayfield was. And I mean, he's he's very much improved, but Texas kind of showed that to us a little bit over the weekend about the areas in which better defenses might be able to take advantage of Oklahoma. Problem is, he can run, and so can Oklahoma, and that was one of the bigger differences in this game. It was a great game. The score looked close, but it looked dominating by OU the whole time. 
Yeah, that was one of those you kept feeling like Oklahoma missed a number of opportunities to land a couple of big knockout blows early, and they didn't do it. They just kept letting Texas hang around and hang around and hang around. And the the problem is is that, you know, when you do that in games like that, I mean, we saw that last year with Oklahoma trying to make a mad dash. Texas had plenty of opportunities to send that final blow, and they just – they didn't do it, and that's one of those games that that's the last place that you want to do that. All it needs is a little bit of momentum either side, and you know, fortunately from Oklahoma, Texas was never able to really gather much of that up. Uh, and then the AP poll comes out, and LSU uh, makes a leap after the uh, upset against Georgia, which was a which was a great game. Um, but I think the big story in the top twenty-five is the number of Big Ten teams that are in the uh, top twenty-five. Yeah, and I don't know how many of those I trust, honestly. True. I don't think I mean, Iowa should be there, and I'm an Iowa Mark. Outside of Ohio State and maybe Wisconsin after what they did over the weekend in shutting out Michigan State, maybe those are the only two that I really trust. Ohio State's really good, really yeah. good. And I would make the argument that LSU should probably be number one, given who they've beat. You, you beat Florida and Auburn, who at the time I think were both top ten. So I don't know why, just based off of record this year and schedule, that they wouldn't be the number one team. Not that it matters right now, but they are clearly one of the best teams in football. Um, Alabama's there. I still have some questions about Clemson. You know, Georgia gets beat this weekend, and I think it shows you the, the true strength and the power of what is inside the top five right now, that Oklahoma only moves up one in one poll and stays the same in the other. It tells you that, you know, this – this core group of teams is pretty damn good that's right there in front of them. That features Oklahoma now. When does the college football playoff uh, schedule, uh, the uh, rankings come out? I don't think we have our first rankings until we get to the end of this month, so we've got a little bit. And where, because that always seems to shake everything up because yeah. people rely on this being the, what it is, but there, as you just pointed out, there's some ones that make no sense to be. I mean, to me, Florida still doesn't make sense. Uh, to be in there. Texas doesn't make sense. Iowa make, doesn't make any sense. Washington doesn't make any sense. There's some teams in that top 25 that are uh, wasting, taking a spot that maybe someone well, else should it, be taking. You say Texas, and they, they drop a little bit, but their losses to number five Oklahoma and number two LSU. So those are their only two losses. I don't have a problem with them still being inside the top 15 by any means. Now, are they going to be in the college football playoff scenario? No, they're not. Because two losses now has proven that, that you're done at this point. And th there's still a lot of things to shake out, too. I mean, you, if you just take LSU, for example, and I said they beat Auburn earlier. I apologize. Um, but th they had beat Texas. They've got Auburn that's coming up on the 26th. And then they've got Alabama on the 9th. So some of those things are going to shake out with a couple of those teams like LSU. And obviously with Georgia and their loss, I don't know what that means for them in trying to get back into this mix because most people already had them penciled in as one of those college semifinal spots. Who should be the team that everybody watches out for? I mean, LSU has made their presence known. Is it Wisconsin? Is it uh, Florida? Gonna surprise? Is Georgia going to bounce back? If I had to pick right now, I'd say Ohio State wins the national championship it's with fun. how they've played. That's I, I just I don't see anyone right now even getting close to them with what they're doing on both sides, and it's hard to argue with what LSU has done. I like those two. I, I don't know how you can count out Nick Saban in Alabama from what they've proven. Uh, Oklahoma made a statement with their defense. That's what everyone yeah. was looking for this weekend was, hey, we, we need to have one of those you know throwback defensive games, and they got it 
and a lot of that was due to the uh, pass rush that they put on Sam Ellinger and the Longhorns. So maybe this, maybe this defensive performance for Oklahoma is what really turns things around and fuels them on. I still think that they're and, – and now they'll, they'll play some defenses or some offenses that uh, coming up in the later portion of the year that can really put up some numbers. So we'll, we'll see what this does for them overall as a team. One final question. One final mm-hmm. question about that game, uh, the Red River shootout, is why is there such a hang-up with not doing horns down, but it's okay <laughs> for Texas to shoot – uh, you know, their cannon, you know, to shoot through a jersey of the team they're playing. Well, Why is one okay and one not? That makes completely no sense. That's crappy. I I wish but, I had an answer for you for that. I, I don't. I, I don't know whether the office, the Big 12 office is going to say anything today about holding up the Sooner jersey and shooting a cannon through it. Um, yeah, I, I don't really have an answer for you on that at all. I, I just, you're trying to take away... In this whole hand gestures nonsense, you're trying to take away what is the true spirit of college football. Um, and if and if you're going to let a hand gesture ruin your day or ruin your afternoon, then I would probably <laughs> suggest that you're going to have a really tough problem in life, a really difficult problem in life if if that's what's ruining your day. I think it's just that they're, they're mad that that's their hand gesture that they use and they got used against them. And they're like, wait, no, 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 no. It's not fair. It just makes no you have sense. have it the wrong way. I'm okay with them shooting through a jersey. I have no problem yeah, with that. Yeah, I don't have a, I don't care about any of that stuff. But when, you're, when you're crying about the hand gesture and then you're like, well, we're going to do this. It's like, well, hold on. I mean, if you really want to make an argument, Bevo's bucket, the one that they use to hold his uh, uh, droppings, his, his cow pies. <laughs> they they plaster OU Dude. logos all over it. Right, well, that's not very uh, nice. I, and, and they they've done the same for in the past. They put Texas A&M logos on it. So I mean, they're just little things here and there. I'm like, uh, that's kind of a little bit more disrespectful well, than a hand signal, right? I think so. It involves actual feces. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know what? <laughs> it's all fun. Yeah, it's, I that, think all, it's that, all that stuff's hilarious. It's the true spirit of college football. Yeah. Even worse than poop. Next thing you know is like, hey, we can't have the hat trophy right. at the end of the game and present that because, you know, we don't want to make the other team feel bad. By the way, that hat trophy, what a, what is speaking of turds, what a turd that <laughs> trophy is. It's an ugly trophy. It, and not only that, but it was described as a hat that looks like you bought at a garage sale and you went to Walmart and bought spray paint right. and then sprained it. <laughs> it does. What's yeah. funny is um, one of the OU mascots had bought one and spray painted it and i thought he had that he ha- i'm not kidding <laughs> like the end, yeah. they were celebrating i'm like wait they had two. Oh, well, he's got a fake one <laughs> you, you know they forgot it on the field this weekend oh, so it's so important it. It, it has got it, got it? It, it has its own little like stand that the hat sets on mm-hmm. they brought the stand in but they forgot the hat oh, so oklahoma turns. players <laughs> some of the players had to run back on the field and a couple of fans that had sideline passes were just passing the hat around taking pictures with it sure like, need the hat. <laughs> like and i'm sure the fans were like this is the trophy what this is, this, this is it shards of of paint coming off in my hair after someone spray painted it before the game started that's false and
Wall Sports, Jeffrey Poplin, 97.5 KMOD. All right, stupid corporate cram down right now. They're forcing us to take a 30-second break, but we'll be right back, so don't go anywhere. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 829 829- Four five. Going to do best and worst of the weekend. What's the best thing that happened this weekend and the worst thing that happened this weekend? Sam, what's the best? You put lipstick on. I did. Does nice. it look nice? Yes. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what's you. the best and what's the worst of the weekend? Um, the best part of the weekend was definitely our uh, Voodoo Fest giveaway. That was awesome. And then after, me and my boyfriend had left, and I was kind of bummed because I didn't go out with friends because my mouth was hurting too bad, and so I wasn't really drinking because I just felt like that would make it a thousand times worse. So we were leaving, and he's like, oh, let's go to dinner somewhere. And I'm like, to eat soup at somewhere fancy? Like, no, I don't want to do that. So we went to Whole Foods because I like their soup, and that's wonderful. And so we were there, like, picking out stuff. I got tiramisu because oh, on your recommendation, it is next level. And it's soft that I can mush it yep. up with my tongue, so it was perfect. Yep. But we were leaving, and there was these guys next to us that were checking out, and they were, like, young, like, college guys getting beer. And it At was- Whole Foods? Who goes to a beer run in- at Whole Foods? Hipster, yuppies, <laughs> hipster college huh. kids. So there was two guys, and the one guy was buying beer, the other one wasn't. They got out to the parking lot, and then he just handed him the other six pack he got because he clearly this one was twenty one and this one wasn't. Sure. And so I didn't notice that. I was just noticing that there were college kids drinking. Didn't see the the handoff. It didn't click in my head. That's what we're doing. And me and Jeff got in the car, and he was like, oh, that shady handoff. You know, one, only one of them is 21. So we're driving away, and <laughs> Jeff is your like— your brother doing or your boyfriend doing? Like- I know. So we're driving away, and Jeff is like, God, we're old. Going to Whole Foods on a Friday <laughs> night, and I'm judging party right. kids. <laughs> you seeing this? You seeing this, honey? Right. Look at these kids. Exactly. <laughs> it was a really crazy night at the, you know, Seaman Sam household where we went and got tiramisu, came home and watched Dateline. But that was a very— very nice day for me. I really enjoyed watching. It was like an extra long dateline, so that was awesome. And I had tiramisu the whole time, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, and then you the kid, <laughs> you ran off my lawn, a hundred percent. And so we've been together like four years. Four years ago, we would have totally gone out and partied and gotten hammered. And I'm like, oh, my mouth hurts. But it did suck because I did want to. I did want to go out. I just knew it was going to be, you know, bad, bad consequences for me if I did. And so the worst part was just my mouth hurting all weekend. I stopped taking Ambisol because of you guys. Well, I was like, okay, pause. I'm like, I'm going to take a break on the weekend. We're not the one talking. You don't yeah. tell us pause. Well, okay. So I was like, I'm going to take a break over the weekend because I don't have to talk as much. Maybe it won't hurt as much. So I didn't take any Friday after the show. And on Saturday, I didn't take any. But I did last night because my mouth was turning so bad and I wanted to go to sleep. And so I wish I forgot it today and I wish I had it. So honestly, 
nothing really changed, so I'm not going to stop taking it. Yeah. I need it. <laughs> Gotta have it. I do. I need it. That's what addicts say, yes. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> I've quit twice this weekend, right? <laughs> You'll see Sam in the over. corner rocking back and forth, needing right. her ambasol. We'll, we'll be looking for, uh, <laughs> you know, some of the change that's in some of the jars around here. <laughs> right. So Sam can collect $4.89 for a thing of... No, it's like you know, 10 bucks. Oh, okay. And you I've know, gone I get through... It. The good stuff is, yeah. You know, right. $60 you get the CBS worth. Brand. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I need the strong stuff. When I was putting it on, Jeff was like, again? And I was like, if you judge my mouth one more time, I swear to God, I don't want to hear it from you. It hurts. Yeah. Okay. That was my best and worst. All right. Best and worst of the weekend. Gimpy, what was the best and what was the worst? Uh, Probably best would be definitely the uh, giveaway on Friday. Meeting everybody. There's a lot of a lot of very different people that come out to see us at these giveaways. I think it's awesome. <laughs> there was one guy... All right, I got to call this cat out, man, and you'll probably know who I'm talking about, okay? Um, he's just taking random pictures of us, just standing there. He's like, just stand there. I want to get, can I get a, can I get a picture of you? Yeah, sure, matter he of fact, why not? every giveaway because he just doesn't want to be in the picture, but he wants the memory of being okay, there. Okay, okay, because Don't be so I've, judgy. No, I've never, I've never met this guy before, so it was just a little weird and a little creepy or whatever, but I mean, it's like, that just goes to show the diversity of the people that we have come out seeing. So that was a lot of fun. Worst part of the weekend uh, happened actually this morning. I'm, I get on my bike. I'm ready to ride. Let's go to work. Boom. And uh, I guess my clutch decided it wanted to give up. Remember when I went to Bikes, Blues, and Barbecues? I'm, think, I'm thinking I'm going to have to replace it soon. So I'm... Soon happened. Soon happened. Like a week <laughs> later, I'm like, God damn it. All right. I got the clutch laid out all the way, and I'm like barely going anywhere. I'm like, whoa, well, this isn't good. This isn't good at all. So that's the worst part of, of the weekend is having to deal with that, I guess. Best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. What's the best thing that happened? And what's the worst thing that happened? Uh, the best part of the weekend for me, of course, the giveaway was a lot of fun. I got to turn the smart ass up to 20, which was great. And then um, my wife and I had awesome. a, <laughs> it was a little rough. <laughs> it was awesome. uh, and then uh, we had date day yesterday and watched a, uh, the football game. My wife and I did, just her and I, which was fun to have a little day date, little day drinking. Hmm. Uh, so that was fun. And then the worst part of the weekend is it's not really a worst. It's I don't know what's happening. The check engine light on my truck came on. Uh-oh. And I don't I mean, it could be the gas cap. It could be the uh, oxygen sensor. It could be yeah. the, the catalytic. It could be a, th- a thousand different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now mm-hmm. you got to deal with it. Yeah. And I'm not. Of course, I could buy the little thing to plug it in and tell me the code, but oh, what's that going to yeah, do? Take it to O'Reilly's or AutoZone. They'll do it for you free. They'll do the code? Uh-huh. Yeah. They'll find out exactly what's wrong with it, and that way you can at least know what part needs to be replaced then, but they'll they'll run the codes for you free of charge. Simba has really? one, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good to know. What's the best and what's the worst of the weekend? 918-460. Then I have no worst. <laughs> uh, text that came in, it says, best, got to watch some movies with my boy. Worst, car wanted to be expletive uh wanted to be expletive and could not make it to the the voodoo 666 giveaway uh this is somebody texting in sam have you considered calling your dentist (laughs) to find out if using a bunch of ambosol is harmful no probably because i don't want the answer because if he's like yeah stop using it then i feel like i'm just gonna have to suffer till october 22nd I am thinking about calling today to see if, like, they can somehow get me in before. It, October 22nd seems so far away. It's a week. Yeah. A week. It, it feels like a month. <laughs> uh, 
Best and worst of the weekend, 918-460-KMOD. This says, best took my two-year-old son fishing with my grandfather and made some memories. Worth, worst, six-month-old daughter started teething and won't sleep for more than an hour at a time. Oh, that sucks. Sam has a recommendation. Yeah, right. <gasps> can you, can you, you can't give no, babies no, all right? No. Oh. They have baby origin. They have ba- baby origin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Is it like cute and little in like a frozen tube? Uh, no. No, it's just like the one you got. It just says baby on it. Yes. That's just less powerful? <laughs> uh, uh, yes. Maybe that's how I should wean myself off of Amazol and just start with baby <laughs> What if you are using baby? Because, like, right? that's what Jeff you just bought. Assumes. Yeah, you just wanted the kitty one. <laughs> right. If it has just SpongeBob like, on it, I think it's safe to assume it's kitty. She's like, oh, my God, Sam loves Blue's Clues. This will work. <laughs> Darren is on for Best and Worst of the Weekend. Hi, Darren. How are you? What's the best and what's the worst? Well, the best part of the weekend was uh, my pregnant, my very pregnant wife and myself went to Walmart and we got to meet Corbin <laughs> for the first time. That's wonderful. And the, the, the worst part of it was this morning at about 6.05 when he's talking about the massive level of anxiety that he had for us. <laughs> I, I don't really have a lot of anxiety now, but, it, you know, I got sweaty palms now. You yeah. know, so it's kind of set, it's kind of setting in. I, Mom's spaghetti. I, that was genuine. I genuinely had anxiety for you guys just because I know what the future's going to happen. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of stuff does have to end, like all of my motorcycles and my race car and all that kind of fun stuff. Oh, boy. To, to stop. Yeah. I'm a big child, and I'm going to have to raise a child. <laughs> you mean your wife is going to have to raise another child? Two of them so far, yeah. yeah. Me, and, me and the new one. <laughs> That's awesome, yeah, man. A, well, it was, ni- it was yeah, nice was meeting it. you and your wife, man. Good luck with everything. Uh, thank you. I appreciate it. All right, buddy. See you later. Name your baby Bye-bye. Sam. Smoke weed every day, guys. On for best and worst. Hey, buddy, how are you? Hey, guys, I'm great. What's the best so and what's the worst? The worst part was was uh, my girlfriend was out of town all weekend, so no mommy and daddy time for me. Um, <laughs> the best was I killed two deer this weekend. So, oh, that's is that wonderful. correlated to her being out of town? Uh, no. <laughs> By the way, smoke weed every day, guy. We had listeners ask about you at Voodoo Fest. The giveaway. Yeah, oh, the really? giveaway. Yeah, asking if you're okay. Oh. They want you to call in more. So I'm just saying. Maybe, hey, maybe. I'm busy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he's got a life, man. Yeah, okay. He can't just sit around and wait for us. See? <laughs> he's <laughs> so busy. See you. Gotta get to work. <laughs> he's got mm-hmm. some deer to cut. I, I follow him, right? I know mm-hmm. who he really is. Mm-hmm. And he'll be, uh, like, in the morning just out going hunting. Yeah. Just at the craziest times of day. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he eats all that meat. A lot of Are you meat. jealous or something? Uh, right now, I'm jealous of anybody that can eat meat. You just eat anything for that fact. <laughs> yeah, anything other mush. than yeah, a liquid consistency. That's all that's <laughs> I'm chomping on. <laughs> best and worst of the weekend. Uh, best part of the weekend went to Branson with Hubby, Hubby's old army friend, and his son. Worst didn't win Voodoo Fest tickets. No worse is finding out that my husband might have prostate cancer. Oh damn, that's a that's a worst. Uh, best celebrate two year anniversary. Worst had to clean up the car after my wife threw up in it. Ah, Damn! God. I like how you celebrate. <laughs> Just kidding. It's Wasted. God. That's a test. Like Is in the it? beginning, in the beginning of the relationship, she left her panties in your house to see what you would do. Two years in, I'm sure you're moved in together, and she's like, "I'm just not gonna throw up outside the car. Let's see how much he loves me." <laughs> like you, do you realize how drunk you gotta be to not vomit? 
outside of the car. Like, oh, yeah. You're just done. <laughs> like, you just don't even care. It just runs down just your chin out. and off your chest. Mm. One time in um, A school, I had a girl. We were It was our very first time drinking after boot camp, and she sneeze vomited on the Ooh. car. Like, she had the vomit in her mouth and sneezed and sprayed the windshield. And all of us were in the back seat, just like, oh, my That's God. That's spectacular. Like being doing? at a Gallagher concert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was an amazing moment. Sledge, I'm at it. <laughs> what did you do, <laughs> Mines? Best and worst of the weekend tickets to BMMS Fest and tickets to the exclusive Godsmack Q&A meet and greet that's going to happen here in the performance studio. Plus, you'll get an autographed drum head and picks with the band and stuff. But you've got to win, and we'll do that giveaway coming up. We'll take a break. Don't go anywhere. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Let's go ahead and play a game. We're going to play the one second game. One second of a famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, then you're going to get not just a pair of tickets to the BMMS Fest, you're going to get a pair of tickets to BMMS Fest and a pair of tickets to the meet and greet Q&A that's happening here at the radio station. And you're going to get lunch from Oliveto, and you're going to get an autographed Godsmack drumhead cover, and you're going to get pics with the band. You're going to be up close and personal with us and the band. So we're going to play the one second game. 918-460-KMOD. I'm waiting on the computer to catch up. 918-460-KMOD. You call up, and then you're going to hear the uh, the uh, one second. If you get it right, that's it. You're going to get the hookup. Is this one hard? Um, uh, y- yes. Good, because this is the best prize. <laughs> <laughs> it well, should I hate, be. I hate saying that because... If it isn't, then I'm like, they're going to be like, oh, I wasn't hard. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Well, that's all subjective anyway. Just because you think it's hard doesn't mean somebody else is going <laughs> Story to. Story of yeah. my life. About that. You think it's small. <laughs> I think it's big. You don't think either one of those. You think it's laughable. <laughs> all those things are the, Aww. yeah, what are you going to do, right? Probably. Yeah, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> uh, all right, so 918-460-KMOD. 918-460-KMOD. Let's get our first contestant and see uh, if they're ready. Good, mo- Good morning. You're on the air. What's your name? Oh, no. Not here. Not good enough. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? This is David. David, how are you today, man? I'm uh, doing great. How are you doing? Good, man. So would you like to go and hang out with Godsmack? Sure, I think that'd be a pretty good time. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if you can do it. I'm going to play one second of a famous television show's theme song. If you guess it correctly, you're going to get the tickets to BMMS Fest and to hang out with them here when we do our Q&A meet and greet with them here at the uh, radio station, okay? Uh, That'd be cool. All right. Here is your clue. I'll play it again. (laughs) And to be fair, it's longer than a second. I'm giving Mm -hmm. you a lot there. What is it? Mm. Oh, 
Can you hear it all the time? I'm sorry? Can I hear it one more time? Oh, jeez. Um, oh, God. Need a guess. Uh, how about King of the Hill? Because I can't think of anything. <laughs> it is not King of the Hill, man. I'm so sorry. Have, have a great day, man. Thanks a lot, you too. All right, buddy. See you later. Good morning. You're on the air. What is your name? Kelly. Kelly, how are you today? Great. Good, Kelly. Here is your <laughs> clue. What show is that, Kelly? Family Ties. Family Ties? Yes. It is Family Ties. I could tell. Oh Congratulations. Oh you're getting tickets yes. to BMMS Fest, and you're going to be here to meet and talk with them when they're in the studio on Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, thank God. Thank you. My husband is going to be so happy. Is he a big fan or are you a big fan? We both are. Oh, awesome. And have you ever met a band before? No. Well, you're going to get pretty close. They're going to oh you're going to be God. able to look down on Sully and say hello. Oh. <laughs> a little bit good. <laughs> oh my God. This is awesome. You're awesome. Oh. I'm so glad that you won. Uh, hang on the line so Gimpy can get your info, okay? Okay. All right, don't go anywhere. I won't. I won't. I'm staying. This will be the time that like her call drops, whatever, cell service just gives out. Right. She can't get a hold of us. We can't get a hold of her. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> exactly. Adorable. We don't do this, but there are some stations in town that say they have big giveaways and then lose the people in the phone lines deliberately mm-hmm. because there's a rule that says if the phone malfunctions, there's nothing we can do. Right. And they never had the prize to begin with. But they oh. do it just for oh. Shady, man. Yes, it is. It's very shady. Um, God, that's rude. Family Ties, awesome show, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Never, Never seen, seen it. Never seen an Never episode, Never seen huh? a single episode. Oh, man, grew up on that show. It's a fantastic show. You got this character by, played by uh, Michael J. Fox, Alex P. Keaton, oh, yeah. who is like this nerdy, young, political person, but you're not 100% clear which side he's on because everybody loves him <laughs> huh. yeah. in terms of which party he's affiliated with. Right. M- most people believe it was conservative. Right. Uh, and a Republican Party, right? And uh, you've got this hot, his hot older sister who played by uh, Justine Bateman. Mallory. Mallory was her name. Yeah. The mom and dad. Yeah, it was. it's a fantastic, fantastic show. Good family show, for sure. Yes. For sure. I mean, it was in the title and all, but still. Yeah. yeah. They, you know, you were in good, good company. Uh. It was one of those shows you watch, and you're like, this is just a good show. Yeah, yeah. You can watch it now and still be like, yeah, it's a good show. Um... Yeah, that's about where I'm at on that one. Yeah, it's I watched an episode the other day because it's, it's on this stupid me TV because it's all I watch is just stupid old people shows. All right, do they still have Cougar Town on there? <laughs> no, no, Cougar Town that was on Fox and that was like, oh yeah, me TV yeah. is the old people channel. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. all Over the, the old air. age shows. You gotta have an antenna yeah. for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the cable. I just I don't know why I've got the cable because that's all I ever watch anyway. It's either Fox or me TV because I like those old shows. Sit back and watch a Home Improvement Marathon. That like, sounds brutal. That sounds. <laughs> Horrible. My wife and I, because we were talking about that young Sheldon show mm-hmm. and how successful it is, and and she, she was making the statement she doesn't get it, and I don't get it either. I don't like that show. I didn't like Big Bang Theory, but in terms of a show having success as a spinoff, mm-hmm. uh, and That's not just incredible. any success, dominating success mm-hmm. is a really impressive. The fact that they did that. And so they, I mean, they tried it with friends, right? Friends, they tried it with Joey. Joey, And yep. it was not good. It was nope. a bad show. My, so my wife asked the question, who of the guys was the most famous on that show? 
On Friends? Yeah. Ooh, I would say Joey. He's the only one that got a spinoff. Well, no. That I doesn't mean, mean anything. Not just like on the show. I feel like he was the most lovable character. Chandler was annoying AF, and David Schwimmer was kind of a douche. Who am I forgetting? I think that's why, it. Why did you name the other two people as their as their character names, but... Not Joey? David Schwimmer. Right. Oh. You named his acting name, his real name. Because I guess I just don't like him that much. I just found him super what was his annoying. Name? Oh, my God. Ross. <laughs> it took a second. Uh, I said Chandler. I think he was the most famous guy really? on the show. Yeah. Okay. I think, I mean, think of episodes on who was in it or who wasn't. Mm. Oh, okay. That's right. What, okay, well, he that did, makes sense. You know, Mary Monica. Yeah. And then easily Jennifer Aniston is the biggest person yes. on that show. Oh, 100%. yeah. 100%. She oh, yeah. was the star of that show. No, there was no show without her. And her nipples. <laughs> Thank you God God all the time. Super freezing in the studio. So that wasn't the only pair of tickets for BMMS Fest and to hang out with the Godsmack Q&A meet and greet that's going to happen. We've got them all week, but you've got to be playing the game at 730. Hooray! We're going to take a break and we'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. 918-460-KMOD. Someone commenting, you guys are forgetting about Better Call Saul. It's a great spinoff. I, I wasn't saying there aren't good spinoffs. The chances of there being a good spinoff is very rare. That, that's that's all I was saying. Usually, spinoffs will tank. They'll only be around for maybe a season or two, and then they just fall off. Uh, Better Call Saul, I haven't. It's been on for a couple of years. I haven't seen any commercials come up for it, like new season starts or whatever, yeah. like this year yet. So I'm wondering what's I, happening with that. I feel like there was like maybe one or two seasons of that, mm -hmm. and they just kind of left it on a cliffhanger Absolutely. of them starting their own law firm. These are successful spinoffs. Um, Frasier was a spinoff from Cheers. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Um, Laverne and Shirley was a spinoff from Happy Days. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. uh, Maud <laughs> was a spinoff from the Golden Girls, if I remember correctly. Man, I, mean, I think I have that wrong. I actually. don't know that That's one. not true. Uh, the Jeffersons was a spinoff. Family Matters apparently was a spinoff. What? That's what it says. Mork and Mindy was a spinoff. Well, that's fun. A Different World was a spinoff. They're all their own entities, I guess. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how I feel. I didn't know. I did not know Family Matters was a uh, spinoff. I love that show. Well, what is a spinoff of, though? That's that's the thing, because, like, that was all around that TGIF thing when it had, uh, uh, I think it was, like, Full House or whatever, and then, uh, what was that other one with, the, like, 16 kids in one house? Step, step by step. step. That's right. Day by day yeah, by day. Yeah, so what did that get spun off from? That's interesting. Um, the, I, the Facts of Life was a spinoff. Okay. From Different Strokes. Oh, yeah, because Mrs. Garrett. Mrs. Mrs. Garrett. Garrett. She started and went off and did her own thing. Yeah. And that's how we met Tootie. Melrose Place. That was from 90210. It was a yeah. spinoff of 90210. Mm. Which they are bringing back. Ugh. <laughs> they, I think they already have, haven't they? Yeah, they have. It's been out for a while. Uh, a Different World was from The Cosby Show. Okay. Right? 
Angel was a spinoff from Vump, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, mm. right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Good Times was born Good out times. of Maud. Mork and Mindy, like I said, off Happy Days. The Jeffersons uh, was a spinoff from All in the Family. Uh, Maud was a spinoff from All in the Family. So there's not many, I mean, it's doable, but it is still rare. Daria was a spinoff of Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. Oh, really? The Simpsons was a spinoff from the Tracy Ullman show. Right, a talk show. It was a little skit, Mm -hmm. right? The Colbert Report. That's right. That was a spinoff. Okay. From a daily show. The Daily Daily Show. Show. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are, of course, there are successful ones, and Better Call Saul was on the list, too, but... I, for, to make it, those were all successful, but few of those were massive, massive hits. Mm-hmm. Undeniable killer shows. Whether you like them or not, for, uh, the... Uh, young Sheldon? The Young Sheldon is a beast of a show for being a spinoff. Yeah, and like even when I saw it, I was like, that is so stupid. They're just trying to get the blood out of that turnip. It's I literally, didn't think that uh, it was going to be that big. It's literally... The Big Bang Theory meets Muppet Babies. That's literally <laughs> what it is. Babies. Think of another. Think if they did that with Friends. Like you, you, like you saw Emma's them in daughter, high school. You saw yeah. them in high school. No, you okay. saw them in high school. Oh, okay, got you. Yeah, I thought. Oh, right, because he's the character that's really, really young. Yeah, young Sheldon yeah. is Sheldon as a child. Right. Yeah. Well, kind of like when, um, you know, the. Saved by the Bell went to college. <laughs> oh yeah, how long did that stick around? I don't know. I love that. Of a though. spinoff that was not successful. Right, I right. loved that show though. But they kept on going with that uh-huh. Saved by the Bell, and Screech wrote Screech and Mister Belding rode that donkey out until they couldn't ride it anymore. <laughs> yeah, some of the worst. Co- it says Saved by the Bell. These are the worst ones. Saved by the Bell, the college years, the Ropers, which were the landlords on Three's Company. Right. Okay. That live down downstairs, right? Uh, the Cleveland Show. Yeah, it wasn't good. No. No. Um. Uh, let's see. Models Inc., which was a spinoff from Melrose Place. Mm. Living Dolls was a spinoff from Who's the Boss. I didn't even know they did that with Who's the Boss. Never heard uh-huh. of that. After Mash. Which I guess was when they were done. Right. The war ended. They went home. I didn't know that was a spinoff. They follow and, them to grocery stores and like trying to be normal? Well, I started to watch the pilot episode on YouTube and it's such bad, 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 uh, you know, viewing. I couldn't make it through. But it starts off and it's like uh, Colonel Potter is at home with his wife. He's still old AF and he's watching the news or whatever. And then he turns it off and I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm out of here. Yeah, three three of the main familiar characters, and them acclimating to civilian life. Mm-hmm. I think the most successful Mash spinoff would be that Trapper John MD, but we're we're on the worst spinoff. So, uh, Booker, which was Richard Grieco, a spinoff from uh, uh, Twenty One Jump Street. Huh. Uh, Law and Order trial by jury. I feel like as many as <laughs> oh they put God. out and that were successful, it's okay if that mm-hmm. one doesn't if that one doesn't do well. I feel like the other ones were, were so good. Uh, Snooky and Jay Wow, get out of here. Mm-hmm. The 80s show. Terrible, though. That oh, 80s yeah, show. That was a turd. Yeah. They were trying to do the 70s show, but they did the 80s show. Oh, God. I <laughs> loved those. 
Baywatch Nights. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Three's a crowd. Hey. It followed Jack Tripper. <laughs> moving, I guess, moving somewhere and becoming <laughs> a, family man. A family man. Uh, Dave Chappelle had a show called Buddies. I remember that. Him and Jim Brewer appeared on Home Improvement for one episode. And so they decided they would be good to have their own show. <laughs> I didn't know that. Of course, Joni loves Chachi. Mm-hmm. Another one is called Time of Your Life after Party of Five with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Joey. Oh, Joey. Sorry you're on that list, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then the Brady Brides. Huh? Uh, the spinoff, obviously, from the Brady Bunch about them getting married. And then, you know, whatever, the one that goes, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. She doesn't have a pretty dress. Yeah, it's weird. It's She's in a thing. gown and gets hit in the face with a football. <laughs> right. And Tiger is there. And they never have to mow the yard. They have the weirdest shaped backyard ever. <laughs> right. Then it shows that garage being on the side of the house. or in the, It makes no sense logistically where the garage was in that house. No. Because it moved, didn't it? Well, it was that you go through the back door, but the back door was kind of on the the west side of the house. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just using an orientation as mm-hmm. you saw it on the screen. Mm-hmm. West side of the house, but the but the but they had a backyard on the side of the house. It made no sense. Yeah. It's well, they ran bizarre. out of room in the studio. They're just like, throw it on there. Who cares? <laughs> yeah. No one is going to catch on. They did not know about Corbin Pierce. Right. <laughs> Listen, there are other continuity dorks like me. I love that stuff. All right, here's Pop and Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeff Hensley's going to join us. If you've got a question about a divorce you're going to go through, why don't you send us a note? Show at KMOD.com. Oklahoma sets at number five in both major top 25 polls for least Yesterday afternoon, the Sooners are now 6-0, moved up one spot to the number five spot in the AP Top 25. Following their 34-27 win over Texas, Oklahoma remains locked in at number five in the Amway Coaches Poll. Top five looks like this in the coaches, Alabama, Clemson, LSU, Ohio State, and then the Oklahoma Sooners coming off of their Nine-sack performance over Sam Ellinger in the Longhorns. CeeDee Lamb, 10 catches for 171 yards and three touchdowns. In baseball yesterday, injuries down the stretch and slumping this month. Carlos Correa hit a leadoff home run in the 11th inning that lifted the Astros over the Yankees 3-2, tying the AL Championship Series at one game apiece after starting out 3-for-22 in the postseason from returning from back problems, Correa ends up being the hero. Game three, Tuesday afternoon at Yankee Stadium. Garrett Cole, 18-0 in his last 24 starts, is on the mound for the Astros. Two football, where Sam Darnold played one of his best games of his young career and sparked the Jets to their first win, 24-22, over the Cowboys at MetLife Stadium. He passed for 338 yards, two touchdowns, and he had a hard plastic guard protecting his back and previously enlarged spleen. He took a couple of big shots in the game, but says he was not worried about the possibility of his spleen rupturing. The Jets led 21-9 in the fourth quarter. Dak and the Cowboys stormed back, had a chance to tie it in the final moments. Dallas marching down the field. The officials called six straight penalties during one stretch, four on the Jets, putting the Cowboys in scoring position. And they got a touchdown, but the two-point conversion ended up falling short. Deshaun Watson threw for 280 yards and a touchdown by running for two more and outdueling Chiefs counterpart Patrick Mahomes. Carlos Hyde ran for 116 yards in that game as well as the Chiefs have now lost two games in a row. 
and they are back at it on Thursday night against the Broncos in a big win for Kyler Murray and the Arizona Cardinals, 34-33. Kyler Murray throws for 340 yards and three touchdowns on 27 of 37 passing. That's Balls to the Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5 Cameron. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. You can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Joining us on the line for our listeners are awesome is Tommy. Hey, Tommy, how are you, sir? Hello. How are you? I'm good, man. Good to talk to you. How are things? Oh, they're going. <laughs> well, that's positive. <laughs> Tommy is 37 years old, married for five years, together for eight, but you've known each other for how many years? 22. Wow. What? How old were you when you guys first met? I believe I was in my teens, I believe. And do, do you remember meeting her? Yes, I do, actually. I met her in my, the front yard of my mother's house <laughs> were you like oh my god i love her it's love at first sight uh no not really what he did is he's like i'm gonna marry that girl someday country song mm-hmm. get it is that what you did did you do the whole i'm gonna marry that girl someday no i did not <laughs> so then how did you know her fill us in um uh, so it was kind of interesting my brother my younger brother actually hung out with her um, first, um, they, cause they're closer in age. And, um, once we got into jinx and moved into jinx, we started, uh, hanging out with everybody. And she actually, they met at school and my brother brought her over one day. And then of course, you know, me being the older brother, I guess. And then plus getting ready to start driving, um, the attention fell from the younger brother and came to the me older brother. Wow, so you, you swiped a girl from your younger brother? Yeah, I guess that's how you could look at it. Oh, bully. You have two kids, uh, girls, and how old are they? 12 and 3. Oh, my. That's a huge difference. Did, was that planned? Yeah. Uh, the, the oldest is my stepdaughter. Oh, okay. Okay, got you. Uh, what's, the, what's it like raising a 12 and a 3-year-old? Because those are two completely different worlds. It is interesting (laughs) it's um it's mine 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 uh the older one you know don't want her the younger one messing with any of her her makeup or any of her grown-up girl stuff and then the younger one definitely tries to take everything so it's a it's a constant fun battle every day uh, now you do maintenance, uh, you're a maintenance guy at an apartment complex. And what I have known about people that are maintenance people at apartment complexes is they literally, and this isn't an ass kiss, but they are the backbone of the apartment complex. They are the, they know tenants. They know what's going on with tenants. They know what's going on in apartments when the front office usually has no idea what's going on with anything. Yes, that's exactly correct. You know who the bad tenants are. You know where the drugs are being sold out of, which apartments are were being sold out of an apartment. You know in an, you know the residents better than anybody. Yes. You get all the drama. Oh, yes, definitely. Definitely lots of drama. 
You ever have an incident where you're supposed to come in and take a look at the washing machine and, and then come to find out that there's somebody in there masturbating instead? Uh, no, but I have walked in on um, couples having some fun. <laughs> you've, watched, you've walked in on people having sex? Yeah, oh, yes. You're like, oh, I have an appointment to be I, here. What are you doing? Walked, walked in on people having sex, walked in on people naked. And it's, yeah, it's always an interesting, awkward time. You got to knock, bro. <laughs> right. You got to hit, knock harder. We have to knock uh, X amount of times and pronounce that we're there before we can enter the premises. The right. hot girl apartment, he's like, knock, knock, knock. Hey. 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 Oh, I actually it was recently. I um, walked upon or came upon a guy ODing in his truck. Oh my god! And got to witness the medical people give him Narcan for the first time, and that was a that was pretty intense. Did it bring him back to life? Yes, it did. Did he know what was going on? Was he like, uh, no, his it was crazy because when I got to work, his um, girlfriend, wife, or whatever was running around the apartment complex trying to get someone to help her. And we had pulled in, and she yelled at us, and we went back there, and he was just laid over in the seat, you know, had just taken, taken a hit off a needle and was kind of just slumped over. God, How terrifying. Yeah, that is scary. Did that encompass your whole day? Like you had to file reports and do, talk to the police and then your the apartment right. company? Not really. It was um, because they actually didn't live there. They had just pulled in the back parking lot to uh, just get, take a ride. And um, so the police just asked us what we want to do with their vehicle. And we had their vehicle towed and they took him to the emergency room. And that was pretty much the end of that story. Wow. That's crazy. After a day like that, you're like, what are we going to do? No, nothing. That's <laughs> yeah, like right. the most exciting thing that's going to happen all day. Yeah. We definitely found lots of drugs, you know, walking the property. How many? And what do you do with them? We use, I usually just call the police, um, depending on what it is. I mean, most of it we can throw in the trash or, you know, throw it in, sure. most of the time. <laughs> most of the time we just call the police. Because right. I don't know. I ain't trying to take none of it, and I know that I don't want no kids running through our apartment picking it up. Sure. Uh, you've had some brushes with uh, medical situations. You uh, fell into a bonfire? Yes. How did you fall into a bonfire? Well, it was more... No, well, not yet. That's the bad part. <laughs> <laughs> um, we were we've been getting a bonfire together for a couple of weeks. Uh, a couple of days, I guess you would say, just because we're having a big Halloween party. And uh, there's a bunch of people on one side of the fire, and I was on the other, and I was going to jump across the corner of it. Oh, and God. when I stepped, when I stepped down on the log, the log was hollow and just lost my balance and fell in face first. Epic fail. Oh, and you weren't yeah. even drunk, so you felt everything. <laughs> oh, yes, felt everything. Good God, man. <laughs> that is spectacular. That was hot. Yeah. So you, you fall in. How bad were your injuries? Um, I had, I 
so the whole skin glove of my right hand was almost completely burnt off. Like all the skin oh. was opening. Um, from my calluses of my right hand to my elbow, all that skin was just hanging off. Oh my god! Yuck! Did you did your friends laugh at you, or did they immediately go to help you? Uh, well, I think my friend's wife passed out, and uh, the rest of the friends were just screaming to help me. My the craziest part was that my brother, um, he was the only one that seen me fall in. And so he kind of ran through the fire and grabbed me by my feet and drug me out. Wow. That's crazy. How long would yeah, the, how long did it take for your injuries to heal? Almost a full year. Oh my God. When they did skin grafts, where did they take the skin from? From my right hip to my top of my knee. Do you still have scars from that? Oh yeah. Is it ever painful still? Um, well, actually, I burnt my hand so bad um, that I don't have a whole lot of feeling in it. So it's my wife and friends call it like my, my bionic hand because I've, I've shut my hand in a door before. And I, I just, since it burnt the nerve ending so bad, I don't have a whole lot of feeling in it. That is nuts, man. Hmm. It says here you spent a week in a coma. What did you do to deserve a week in a coma? Uh, ate some corn nuts and chipped a tooth. <laughs> what took him down? Corn Wait, nuts. God, you have like the worst injuries, right? And it's like, oh, there's got to be a really awesome story. Like bonfire, you had to have been drunk. Was it a dare? Like, oh, just fell through a log and kind of. <laughs> no, I was showing my uh, parkour skills. <laughs> oh my God, you had some horrible medical thing happen to you. What happened? Oh, just enjoying some corn nuts. And some corn nuts. I think the important question about being in the coma and the corn nut incident is: what flavor are we talking about? Ranch. 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 The yeah. only Yeah, the only flavor. one. Yeah. So, so you get some corn nuts, you grab a handful, bite down on those bastards, and do what to your tooth? It just chips it. And at first, I didn't even think nothing was going on. Um, and I kind of went couples, so I think six or eight months without even it bothering me. And I was bartending at the time, and I smoked cigarettes at the time and uh, was sitting there talking to the customers one night and lit up a cigarette and I took a drag and it, the, it a sharp pain just hit me. I mean, a pain that you, I just couldn't even imagine, almost worse than being burnt. And uh, and then I I sat there for the rest of the night and I couldn't even work. I mean, the pain was so bare, just unbearable. So I went to the dentist the next day and. Went in there, he took x-rays and pulled the tooth. Well, we didn't know that there was an infection under the tooth. And within eight hours, I was on my back in a coma in the hospital. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sam. How's that feel, Sam? Not good. So you're telling me, like, just within a 24-hour period, you went from, like, I'm fine, I'm good, I can munch on whatever I want, to, ow, my tooth hurts, to coma? Yeah. Why the coma? Why did they put you in a coma? Because my throat, um, the swelling had swollen so bad that it was closing off the the air supply to my lungs, and they had to get me. They had to put a trach in me and cut my jaw open. And I oh went through four major surgeries. My last surgery actually lasted like five and a half hours. Oh my god! And how long were you, uh, you know, held up in the hospital? Uh, almost the whole month of December. Jesus. So you spent Christmas in the hospital? 
Yeah. Oh. I, I, watched my, I watched my oldest open presence in the hospital. What, wow. What lesson did you learn from that experience? Quit eating corn nuts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. You can't help it, man. That ranch yeah. flavor. Take care of your teeth, you know. I mean, <laughs> I didn't know anything this bad could happen. You know, just kind of pushing a little tooth chip off. But, yeah, it was a uh, definitely <laughs> scary. Uh, I know they told my – I know they had – there was a time they told my family that after one surgery that if I – they didn't get all the infection out that I wouldn't make it. Yeah, you'd oh become sepsis, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Wow. So the, you go terrifying. in, the dentist, you go to normal dentist, you know, they're Monday through Friday, Monday through Thursday, <laughs> off at three every day. And they're like, hey, we're going to have to put you in the hospital. You have an infection and you go, oh, okay. Like that seems like a pretty damning thing to hear in the dentist office. Yeah. Well, it was, uh, it was more, they, they pulled my tooth that I went home and my wife at the time worked night and she came home and my face was just, I mean, it was my left jaw almost touched my shoulder. It was so swollen. Oh my god! Uh, I'm, you know, I'm really stubborn and hard headed, and I, you know, I was like, I'll just sleep it off. And she told me, she's like, you know, you need to get in the truck or get in the car now, or I'm calling an ambulance. You know, because I couldn't even swallow my pills. Wow! So she literally saved you then. Yes. Damn. So, so you go to what the ER, and they're like, "Whoa, this is you have a problem." Yeah, we went to the one in St. Uh, we went to the ER in Sepulpa first, and they were like, there's nothing we can do here. Right. You are way above our pay grade. <laughs> yes, exactly. So they then you, what, head to Tulsa and go to what? One of the hospitals in Tulsa? I believe I went to St. John's. Wow. And they're like, yeah, like, we're going to need to take you in, <laughs> and you're going to be in a coma. Well, I didn't know that. Pretty much the moment I got in the ambulance in Sepulpa, I don't remember nothing after that. I woke up, you know, seemed like three weeks later, but I mean, it was, and I woke up with, and luckily they told me that um, sleeping through everything, you know, was the best thing for me because I really don't remember nothing. I woke up with a tube in my throat and my mouth pretty much stuck shut. Oh my God. Hmm. Was, it, was it wired shut? Did they wire your mouth shut? No, it just might. I had, I sat there for so long with my mouth closed Atropy. that my yeah the tendons in my jaw just kind of locked. It it took a long time to be able to open my mouth and eat normal again. Dang, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure we hit these two things. So we're gonna lightning round these last two things. Uh, you wrecked your motorcycle going 140 miles an hour. Yes. Quickly, what was what happened? Um, we were just out kids out goofing off and we had stopped out by the muskogee turnpike take turnpike to run those four clover leaves and i uh came into the corner too hot and don't remember much after that i know my bike cart wheeled across all four lanes of the highway highway and i woke up from a concussion in st francis how old were you uh 26 Wow, not that long ago. Uh, and recently you got hit by your own truck? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay, what happened? Uh, so I was uh, loading the children and um, my work tools and stuff in the truck so we could head to our normal day, and a teenager uh, slammed into the back of the truck, causing the truck to hit me and knock me down. 
Did you see that coming at all, or did you just were no, you just I was, walking? I was, I was leaned in the truck, uh, fastening the car seat in. Okay. And my God. kids were standing up on the porch witnessing this. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> right on, man. Well, well you're okay well, though, right? Yeah, just some bumps and bruises, dude. And how much in medical bills do you have? Uh, well over. Six hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! My, my coma, my coma was just the medicine they gave me and the antibiotics they gave me was a uh, hundred and sixty thousand just for the antibiotics. And, so. so, do you have to pay that? Uh, well, we're working on that right now. Let's put it that way. Gotcha, <laughs> dude. I always love chatting with you. You're always fun to talk to, man, even when we're out doing stuff. So I appreciate you coming on the air and talking with us, Tommy. Uh, you have a great day. I hope you don't run over yourself or run into uh, anybody or you don't have anybody OD on your watch today. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope not either. <laughs> right on, buddy. Try to stay out of a coma. We'll talk to you later, okay? All right. All right, buddy. See you later. That's Tommy. Our listeners are awesome. Yikes. <laughs> Yeah, he had a he ignored a dental thing, Sam. <laughs> yeah, right. I know. I'm like in <laughs> the into middle a coma. of it. I get it. Yeah, you but are, are are you ignoring it right now? Because you're dealing with some pain, and he that's how he learned that he had an no, issue. It's my mouth is not getting better, like at all. So they they said I'm going to need three root canals. So I'm going to go get those. I don't know, roots canaled. I don't even know what they do. <laughs> She's going to go get a canal rooted. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to go do. I don't know what that means, but that's why it's still. Effing hurts. Yeah. Oh, my God. If I went into a coma, I'd have to relearn everything. What? Yeah. That actually would be great for you. You would learn it the right way, like deodorant <laughs> and island. No, but then I and would. And Des Moines. I would, I would, you know. <laughs> you come out like a savant, right? Like you learned piano. Every, you're like, we never learned any of this stuff in school. <laughs> <laughs> like, you're not fun on the show anymore. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, all right, we got to take a break. Uh, if you want a question answered by Jeff Hensley from Hensley and Associates, get that in now. Something through a divorce. Maybe you've got a custody issue you need some help with. Jeff can answer those questions. Get your questions to us. Show at KMOD.com. Yeah. Tulsa's Morning Show, the Big Bad Morning Show. The assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. I'm not, uh much of a critique on what's a good vacation spot or not, but typically when you see a list of the top trending vacation destinations for 2020, I'm assuming it's going to be like Tulum, Mexico, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Some Um, Fiji. Some exotic place. Yeah. So the list has come out and uh, Guadalajara, Mexico is on the list. Mm, I don't want to go there. Why? Because it seems too dangerous. I don't want my head to end up on a stick. Why is it dangerous? What's happening in Guadalajara? Because all the cartel stuff. I feel like... You think they're just like all over everywhere? Yes! covered Mexico? Yes! Surely there's got to be a spot that the cartel doesn't control. So then you agree that that's kind of a weird location? Yeah. Okay, Luxembourg is also on the list at number eight. What country is that in? (laughs) Is that Germany? 
no. F. Luxembourg. Virginia? <laughs> <laughs> that would be an odd place to go vacation. So Virginia's a no. Okay. <laughs> Luxembourg, Sweden? No? <laughs> F, I don't know where Luxembourg is. Looks like I'm not going there anytime soon. <laughs> I thought it was in Germany. Best, yeah. I thought it was in Germany, but it is a landlocked microstate in Western Europe, is what this says. Yeah, it's, it's okay. all by itself. Okay. Uh, I would not do so well there, I there guess. There you go. Hmm. Eugene, Oregon is at number seven. What? That is so random. Zion, China is number six. Uh, okay. Romania or Transylvania is number five. No, thank you. That's where bats live. I don't want to go there. Sunbury. <laughs> there's bats here. I Sun, know. Sunbury, Australia is number four. Yeah. Buriam, Thailand is number three. I'm, I'm, and I'm not sure. It's like in the center of Thailand. Right? Bilbo, Spain. Hmm. Bilbao, Bilbao, Spain is number two. I don't know what the appeal is of these. Again, an inland coastal town. And the number one is Milwaukee. But where's what Stanson? is this? Wait, hold on. Is this list from Milwaukee? If they like, we put a bunch of crappy places. We'll put Milwaukee at number one, and then they'll be like, "Oh, we got to go to Milwaukee." Airbnb has put this together mm. as the top twenty trending destinations for twenty twenty, based on booking data that compares year to year growth for all the destinations in their control. Well, I mean, you can go and you can you can tour the uh, the Miller. Factory, okay. You can go see the Brewers play while you're in Milwaukee. Sure, there is. Yeah, there. I'm not. Of course, there are things to do yeah, in Milwaukee. Yeah, they have the Nestle plant out there. You can go and take a tour of the Nestle plant. Can want, you? Yeah. I really just want to relax on vacation. I don't want to have to go through a plant where they make you put on, you know, the stuff over your clothes. And at the end, right. they're like, we've got liquid chocolate. Would you like yeah. to try this? Well, well yeah. there's one part of Milwaukee that I'm shocked that it's on this list, and that would be a little thing called winter. <laughs> mm. Yeah, where there's 10 feet of snow. Yeah. <laughs> Yuck. So I don't see the, I don't see the appeal. Those, why isn't, I'd I don't know, anywhere with, a, there's not one beach on this list. Well, maybe they're just trying to break away from the stereotypical, you know, destination. Everybody wants to go to the resorts, go to Fiji, go to Cancun, you know, white sandy beaches. Let's break the norm and go to Milwaukee. Oh, uh, my God. If Jeff tried to sell me on Milwaukee, there'd be zero <laughs> way. I'd be like, you have to have blood relatives there for me to go visit. That <laughs> would be the only reason. There was number 10 mm -hmm. was Vanatau, which is a small island west of Fiji, kind of east, northeast of Brisbane, Australia. Okay. I want to go somewhere that, like, I could be safe if something bad happened, that they have, like, an embassy or something like that. Like, I want to feel safe that there's some Americans there. When you go to Mexico, ready. where do you think the embassy is? I think they have a Cancun embassy in Mexico. I've never been to it because, you know, never got kidnapped, but. Well, they don't take you there if you get kidnapped. <laughs> well, no, they you're would right. Her, they would drop her Never ass mind. Like, we are sorry. You can keep this one. We do not want her. <laughs> 
That's a weird accent. Yeah, I know. I'm working on it. Yeah, uh, I agree with you. But it just, um, you know, makes me feel better to know there's something there where someone could be like, they speak English and they can make the long distance phone calls if need be. Yeah, I was just looking real quick. There I was think like- Mexico City. It's Mexico City. Yeah, that's mm. what it says here. The Embassy of the United States of America in Mexico City is the diplomatic mission of the United States. There was an embassy in Guatemala. There was an embassy in Belize. So I feel like they would have one closer than Mexico City. All right, they have the U.S. Consular Agency in Cancun. A cons- okay. Okay. Okay, but so they're not- just like a branch. I guess. Uh, but oh. in terms of Jason Bourne, the security uh, that you're searching uh, for <laughs> would be at an embassy. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they'd helicopter somebody in. Like I don't know. Man, I don't know how that works because I've never <laughs> seen Jeff get kidnapped and have to deal with it. But I just feel like there's someone there that could help with dumb American tourist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great question. You're on vacation. Mm-hmm. Jeff goes to get a snack. Yeah. A bucket of ice. Doesn't come back. We've talked about this. What do you do? Because that lady in uh, the Dominican Republic, she yep. did the same thing, and she came on Dr. Phil, and I made her watch, I made Jeff watch that with me, because I just thought it was interesting. Because she was a liar? And uh, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't, there's Lies. something weird going on there, but she's saying that she's not lying. And that there, well, it's a by God, up. if I know the attribute of anybody that. who's not been lying, they tell you. She says that it's a cover up. But anyways, it doesn't matter. I had the conversation because me and Jeff go to the same resort that we absolutely love. We both feel safe there. Uh, that time that I got too drunk on the 4th of July and the next day when we were out at the beach and I walked by myself back to the room and threw up in a bush because it was too hot and I got too sick and Jeff was enjoying himself. So sure. I was like, I'll be fine. I can go by sure. myself. Uh, but usually we don't do it after dark. We feel then we go to everywhere together. But if that happened, I mean, what would, would, what would you would do? Google what to do. Because I feel like you have to get in, in touch with the embassy to know, let them know that the Americans gone missing. Right. But your first step, Jeff doesn't come back. He didn't take his phone with him. Mm-hmm. Your first step is to call the embassy. No, I go to the front desk okay. and, say, and say, my boyfriend's missing. We need to look for him. Lockdown, all the exits. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do. And then they go, okay, they go to the back, and then they're gone forever. Because I don't know why that happens at every resort I've ever gone to. Right. But they go to the back and are gone for like 10 minutes. You're like, what are they doing back there? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, and then maybe I'd get on a go-kart and go look for him to see. A go-kart? No, a golf cart. They have the golf cart that they drive around I like the idea of a go-kart better. You know, you got a pool start that old Briggs and Stratton. (laughs) And are you yelling his name? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Jeff! And, And how's your Spanish? Uh, <laughs> so it's not that great, but I mean, and I'm sure it's really good when you're panicked. No, I, I, not at all. I have to think hard, especially if we've had a couple drinks <laughs> and it's a drunk Sam that's trying to figure it out. And then I'd be like, oh my God, are you being dramatic? Like I'd second guess myself and probably lose time. I'd be the worst. I would be the worst person to have. Yeah. Cause I panic easily and I know that. And, um, I just, if Jeff wasn't there, that's like my security blanket. So I, usually when I don't know what to do on something on vacation or any grown-up stuff, I turn to him. So if he's not there, <laughs> then <laughs> I would be so screwed. Every, she means everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boarding pass, what do I do? Mm-hmm. Like everything. So I would be very, very scared. So I would first contact, go to the front desk. This is an emergency. Get your security team or whatever. He doesn't just go wander off. Right. Go with them to, like, try to find his route, I guess. And then 
his route. Yeah, like where he went to go. If he's like, I'm going to go get a snack, he would tell me where he went in the resort sure. to get a snack. So then I would, you know, go look for that. We're losing time, precious time. And then... Uh, <laughs> and they'll go, oh, okay. And then I guess maybe if it's been like three hours and there's nothing, then I would contact the embassy. Yeah, I think that's the thing a lot of people don't think about. Contacting them. Well, no, I mean like what you would do yeah. if sure. someone just goes to get ice and they don't take their phone. I would guess, yeah, you got to tell the front desk. But to me, I ain't waiting three hours. Even we more, need to escalate rather quickly. Even more terrifying that I think about is like when you go on vacation and you do whatever stupid thing in the water, parasailing or something like that, or you just dive in the water and you hit your head and break your neck, like what you would do after that to get to a civilian hospital. You got to have money. They won't treat you if you don't have money. Yeah. And Typically, like, tourists, mm-hmm. Americans in Mexico, you've got to pay up front. Yeah. Because people don't pay and then they're gone. Yes. So do you have that money on hand to do that in case something horrible happens? And even something small. I've watched some lady that literally just went into the beach and had gotten hit by a wave, hit her neck wrong, and then was like paralyzed from the neck down. Just going into the ocean. So it could be like anything. I worry about that more than, you know, Jeff going missing. If my experiences have been when you go to a resort, they don't care. Mm -hmm. No, they're there to get you towels. I'm not saying the resort in general doesn't. I'm saying the people that are working there, especially like at night or in the overnights, are like, I literally have the lowest position here. Yeah, if you think about it, that's just a job for them. It's a J-O-B. That, that's all that there is. You're tourist 9,523. I got five more coming in a minute. Yep. You got to go on the buddy system. The buddy system? Yeah, the buddy system where you take wherever you're going, you have somebody with you, which I guess I don't follow unless I get super sick and throw up in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> then I don't use the funny system. We've got to take a break. We'll be back. Tulsa's Morning Show continues next. next. The Big Man Morning Show on Tulsa's Rock Station 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Man Morning Show. I... I I don't know if this is, like, really a thing, but apparently there are unwritten rules for guys. Mm. One of them is that you don't use a urinal next to someone else. You use every other urinal. Absolutely, man. You got to keep that space betwixt you. I don't know what that word means, but the the it, 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 what do you do when there's not? Wait. You no. wait? Wait. No. No. wait for it. Wait for a stall to open up. You don't do so. You would rather wait than go just use the stall and. Well, yeah. If there's if there's nothing open, right? And I'm not going and and like let's just say the urinal opens up before the stall opens up, and there's a dude right there next to you. No, I will wait until that stall opens up. Wow. Trough action never happening. Can't really? Do it, why? Do it because it's just too close and too open. No, I don't know. What are you afraid I don't of? Need an audience? Are you so like? enamored with your own body that you think some man's going to see it and be like, oh my, and can't handle themselves? No, I just don't like it. I just don't like it. Do you think people are looking? Possibly. Possibly. And I mean, okay, but... So as long as you have your D jeans on, they're allowed to look. Because they're covered. (laughs) It's not off the But but you're still still showing it. Mm. By the way, did you wear your D jeans uh, to Voodoo Fest? Well, yeah. I wore them just for you, Sammy. I didn't notice. Yeah. Um, this says that on the street, if you make eye t- contact with another guy in exchange, you have to do the sup, which, yeah, 
We're you both, we both have penises. What's up? Yeah. For sure. It's like Jeeps. Yeah. Motorcycle riders. Yeah. Penis Ooh. life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if a friend buys a drink, you don't pay them back. You're, you buy the next round. That is true. I, I don't like that rule, and this is why. What if I only came for one drink? Oh, we'll get you on the next one then. So, okay, well, that's not what it says. <laughs> Adding up. Adding up. Right, start a tag. <laughs> Baseball tonight, it's the Cardinals and the Nationals. That is a 6.30 start on TBS. Nationals with a two-game lead in that series, and they now have Steven Strasburg on the mound tonight as he is going against Flaherty for the Cardinals. And, again, that game on TBS at 6.30. Yesterday, the AP and Top 25 coaches polls were released ap has oklahoma moving up one spot the number five their top five looks like this alabama lsu clemson ohio state and ou in the coaches poll oklahoma remains at number five behind alabama clemson lsu and ohio state so just a few changes there inside both of those college football uh, polls sooners are back at it this weekend 11 a.m against west virginia and you can listen to lincoln riley today at noon on 1430 The Buzz for his press conference after the Sooners win 34-27 on Saturday over the Texas Longhorns. Cowboys fall yesterday to the Jets 24-22. Sam Darnold returning gets the first win of the season for the Jets. It was a rough one in Kansas City for the Chiefs as the Texans win 34-24. Coming back in that game were the Houston Texans. Chiefs have now lost two in a row, and they play on Thursday night against the Broncos. Baker Mayfield and the Browns come up short, a 32-28 loss to the Seahawks. Last night on Sunday Night Football, it was the Steelers beating the Chargers 24-17, and the 49ers remain undefeated as well as they beat the Rams 20-7 to move in 5-2-5-0. And tonight we've got the Lions and the Packers. It's a 7-15 start on ESPN for Monday Night Football. That's Falsehood Wall Sports. Jeremy Poplin, 97.5. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show. (laughs) 918-460-KMOD. You would think when someone of authority comes in, you know, an expert in an area, we would talk about, you know, things in that area, which we do sometimes well, when sure. Jeff Hensley's there. We talk about legal matters uh, maybe affecting one of us or in the news or anything like that. Right. Um, not today. Today we talked about penguins. That's right. And them losing their beaks. Jeff Hensley is joining us from Hensley & Associates. <laughs> Hello, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? If you have a question for Jeff, I want you to text it to us. BMMS and what that is to 82945. Or you can ask Jeff by calling at 460-KMOD. 460-KMOD. A text one that came in earlier said, uh, can I print the form for a minor's name change? Or is this something that has to be obtained at the courthouse? Well, I'm not sure which form he's he or she is specifically referring to. I mean, there's, it's not just a form. You've got to do a motion. You've got to serve the other side. I mean, if you can't find them, you've got to public. I mean, there's all sorts of things that go into that, and it's not a, it, it's not as easy as people think there is. I mean, the biggest problem I think that we as attorneys have sometimes is that, especially in what I do for a living, is people go online and they find these things online. Well. That's fine and dandy, but remember, most of the stuff online, it doesn't pertain to Oklahoma law specifically. So, you know, you may print something off and try and use it, and it's just not going to be accepted simply because it's not correct. It's not drafted correctly. It's not the right format. It's not the correct whatever. So um, I've never seen a quote-unquote form 
Um, I don't believe, I mean, it's not like they have an entire form bank sitting down at the courthouse where you can just go up and get what you want. It's like a bulletin okay? board and you go, okay, right. All right, I need the name change and the divorce form. Uh, right. I mean, and the thing about a name change is you want it to be correct because if you don't do it correct, it can really come back to bite you in the butt later. So we've been doing a lot of name changes lately. So if you, you know, give us a call, we'd be happy to get that done for you. It's so important to get that correct Absolutely. the right way and you don't want to mess it up. So Absolutely. And they can definitely help with that at Hensley and Associates. Especially when there's kids involved. I mean, if it's an adult, it's a little different, but with kids, you don't want to screw that one up uh this is an email question we got and it says wanting to get a divorce from my wife but my parents have guardianship over our kids would it be a divorce with kids or without and also does the divorce settle custody after the guardianship is done okay so it would be a divorce i mean if you're filing it's going to be considered a divorce with kids but anything to do with custody or visitation is going to be put aside and held onto by the court until the guardianship is done. So in other words, if you wanted to go ahead and get the divorce and get separated and get your stuff separated and all property debts, all that kind of stuff, we can do that, no problem. Anything with custody and visitation will be put on hold and will be dealt with later once the guardianship is terminated. So, you know, if that's in a month, six months, 10 years, whatever it may be, whenever that terminates, then we can deal with the issue of custody and visitation. Uh, but you can get divorced. Uh, we do it all the time. Uh, we just put those other issues on hold, and the court holds them until there's an issue taking care of with the guardianship. So, yeah, that's, that can be done. No problem. We do, do it all the time. Do you have a question for Jeff? 460-KMOD. 460-KMOD is the phone number to ask him live on the air, or you can email it over, show at KMOD.com, or text it. Uh, this email says, good morning. I have a question. I have two kids that I have full custody of, and their biological mother is supposed to have supervised visitation on Saturdays from 11 to 1. But she has to let me know that she's going to be there by Thursday at 5. She also has two other kids with another guy I found out a couple of weeks ago that she dropped her kids off at her ex-boyfriend's sister's house and signed her rights away the next day. And she hasn't seen my two kids since April. I'm not sure if there's anything that we can do. She hasn't texted. She hasn't called. She's $40,000 behind on child support. Oh, my God. I'm just curious if there's anything that could be done or if it's one of those things that's just we and see what she did, wait and see what she does. Well, okay, so there's that's a got lot. A, okay, yeah. so there's a lot. So let's unpack it just a little bit. Um, first part is is she can't just sign her rights away. It doesn't work that way unless you're doing an adoption. Okay, and that doesn't sound like that's the case because it I, I forget the connection, but it was like you know next door neighbor's best friend's cousin's sister's next door neighbor boyfriend ex-boyfriend's kind of sister's house yes right so you know uh ex-boyfriend's sister's house she probably there's a potential there's a guardianship there but she can't just sign her rights away okay she can nominate somebody as a guardian but she can't just sign her rights away that's number one number two uh you know this is the i won't say problem but this is something the courts deal with all the time you can try and do whatever you want but in, in the end the courts can't force a parent to be a parent you know, this person that has sent this message in, you know, if you're married and you want to do an adoption, great, let's do it. Especially once we get to the point where mom hasn't seen those kid those kids for a year and hasn't and obviously hasn't paid she's obviously hasn't paid child support in over a year. So, you know, uh, we've got an adoption that can be done if you want to make that parent go away forever as far as dealing with them or having rights to the child in any way, shape, or form. But you know, we do these situations, and it's typically because mom or dad, whoever it may be, is is a drug addict or an alcoholic, or they've got some major issues going on in their lives, and they just can't handle being a parent. So we do these supervised visits, whatever it may be. 
but you can't force them to use them. You can't force them to go. It sucks because, especially if the kid is old enough to understand, hey, mom's supposed to have visitation with me every Saturday for three hours, and they don't show up. I mean, yeah, that's heartbreaking. And my heart goes out to those kids. They really, they really do. It does. And but the problem is, you can't force somebody to be a parent. So, I mean, could you technically file a contempt for failure to use your, your visitation? Yes. Uh, would the remedy be worth it? No. Uh, simply because, again, the court can't force a parent to be a parent. If mom doesn't want to be involved, your options you need to start looking to are, again, adoption. Has she failed to pay child support in a year? Has she failed to have visitation within a year? Or the the term actually is is to have a substantial relationship with the minor child within a year. So, you know, I, I think this person should look at adoption if, if that person is is married. Now, again, you've got to be married in this situation uh, under Oklahoma law whether it be man and man or man or woman and woman or man and woman, whatever it may be, as long as you're a married couple, you can do that adoption. So uh, that's one option. But, you know, I, this happens a lot. I mean, people, we have supervised, visions for, supervised visitation for a reason, and, and people sometimes need a long time to get their stuff yeah. straight, man. I mean, people make poor choices. We all make mistakes, and, and sometimes people go really deep into it, especially with, with addiction, whether it be drugs or alcohol or whatever it may be. So, And if you're single, there's you just kind of got to suck it up, is what you're saying? Yeah, I mean, you can't terminate the other parent's rights. It doesn't work that way in Oklahoma and hasn't worked that way in literally almost, well, it's close to 20 years now. The law used to be different, uh, but they changed it in the early 2000s. So uh, with that being said, yeah, you kind of just have to suck it up as far as child support is concerned. I mean, one thing you can do is you can file a contempt citation and we can try and uh, find her and get her served. And, you know, the main thing is if she shows up, we can work out a payment plan. And if not, then we'll just get a bench warrant until she gets arrested and brought in before the judge. I mean, the easiest thing to do is to go open a collection case with DHS and let them do it in this kind of case. Now, I would normally wouldn't say that, but in this kind of case where mom's probably living out of a gutter somewhere and you don't know if she's working or where she's at or what's going on, you can at least open a collection case. And if she does decide to go out and get a job for five minutes and make a tiny bit of money or something, you can at least have DHS out there using their computer system to grab that money um, especially on tax refunds, things like that. So normally I wouldn't say that, but you know, in these kind of cases where more than likely it's going to take a a long time before mom gets herself straight, you know, you're you're kind of do have to suck it up. That's just the the vagaries of of Oklahoma in this particular issue. Jeff Hensley's joining us from Hensley and Associates. Anything that has to do with divorce, spousal support, any of those things, uh, family law wise, Jeff can help. We're going to go to the phones, but I have, there's a quick question that has never been surfaced that I think is interesting. How right. hard is it to change lawyers in the middle of a divorce case, and does it look bad to the judge to have multiple lawyers change? How easy is it? Simple. You just hire somebody. They do a substitution of counsel. Take your old attorney out and put your new attorney in. It's real simple. Um, does it look bad? No. Judges don't care. They don't care in the least. I mean, it becomes a little telling over time, though, when you're on your fifth or sixth attorney on the same issue. Um, the reason I say that is because judges then start looking at, well, what's the common theme here? Well, it's it's the client that's the common theme, not the attorney's. And so maybe there's something going on there. So um, it just depends. I mean, it depends on, on why you switch lawyers. Sometimes it's the attorney will withdraw because we're not getting paid. I mean, we don't work for free. 
Um, I, I wish a lot of people would, would understand that. Um, not all of us are rich, so please understand, you know, we, we don't work for free, but that may be one reason that an attorney withdraws or uh, sometimes they're asked to withdraw because there is an impasse that has come between the client and the attorney for whatever reason. Maybe the attorney wants to do go one way because they think it's the best thing to do and the client doesn't agree with that, and so we'll part ways. Uh, but it's, it's easy to switch. It's just when you get to your fifth and sixth attorneys, that's when the judges kind of start raising a, an eyebrow going, hmm, what's going on here kind of thing. Let's go to Mark. He's been waiting on the phone with a question. Mark, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Yeah, good morning, Jeff. Hey, good morning. Hey, I had a question on spousal support. Okay. Uh, what what type of things would break that agreement? Would a boyfriend break it, or is it what other well, kind of uh, issues? Would come up on it, that. It's not just a boyfriend. The boyfriend has to be actually physically living in the home with her almost on a permanent basis, really. So in other words, if you can prove that they're living there full time, then there's a chance that you can get it dismissed or get the uh, the uh, alimony terminated. The, the, the law specifically says that, you know, if someone gets remarried, terminate uh, alimony terminates unless there's some really strange reason that that person can prove that even married, they still need that money. That's a very super rare case. Um, but there are also listings about, you know, paramours living in the home or uh, boyfriends, girlfriends living in the home who are contributing to the uh, the household, things like that. So if you can prove they're living there full time, there's a chance you can get it dismissed. How about just uh, casual in and out or staying the night. Is there a set date? That's not on? enough. You've got to have, you've got to prove that that, I mean, that's now their, their actual primary residence. They don't live anywhere else. They don't have another place to go to. This is where they're physically living out of. So coming in and out, it's not enough. Okay. Is there not a certain amount of days though? I mean, if it's 30 days or it, well, they're over there for 30 days straight, would that mean they're living together? Well, again, you've got to, there's, okay, in the statute, there's nothing, and in case law, there's nothing that says, okay, the the threshold is from zero to 30 days and 30 to 50 days. I mean, there's nothing like that. You've got to prove that that is their actual, physical, primary residence and they're not living anywhere else. That seems pretty hard to do. Okay. It is hard to do. It is, unless you hire a private investigator or you've got somebody that can, you know, prove that that's their now primary residence in some way through testimony or otherwise, it, it's a higher burden to hit. And that's why, you know, it, it's that one you don't win on very often because it's hard to prove. Mark, thank you, man. Have a good day. Good luck. Uh, let's go to Shane has a question. Shane, what's your question for Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates? Yeah, my question is, I have a girlfriend and her 18-year-old daughter living with me that I have been asking to move out for months, and they will not go because they don't have a job to afford a place to go. What do I do? How long do they live there? Five and a half years. Ooh. Oh, my God, buddy. Man, you've got a harder issue now to get. I mean, you're officially going to have to do an eviction notice and, and those kind of mm-hmm. things to get her out of the house. I mean, do you own the home? Is it a rental? What is it? No, I own it. I mean, you're you're, you're essentially going to have to go through an eviction process to get him out. Why won't they leave? Okay. I mean, and what's because taking... she's too lazy to get off her butt and find a job so she can afford a place. I've offered to pay for deposit in the first three months, and I offered that three months ago, and she still has not done anything about yeah. it. Is you're that advice? Like Should he be doing that? Should he be offering to pay to get her out? You know... It's not going to hurt one way or the other. I mean, I think it's generous to say the least. But I mean, main thing is, is you're going to have to do an actual eviction notice now because she's she and the child. Well, say child. She and the 18 year old have been living there that long. So, Mm -hmm. um, 
You're just going to have to go through an eviction proceeding to get him removed from the home. And how does he do that? Just go to the courthouse, or do you need an attorney for that? Uh, you need an attorney for that. That would be the best thing. So give us a call. We can help you with that as well. Okay. All right, I Shane. appreciate it. Good luck, sir. See you later. That that is a yes. hairy situation. Here's well, the way that I understand it, and you cur- and set the path, uh, set the record straight. If that person gets mail there, they have to be evicted. Pretty much. I mean, that's it's that's. Yeah, I mean, that's my understanding of it. That's the way I, I've always understood it. You know, here's the thing, and, and I'm not trying to be preachy one way or the other. That's not my intent. It's just because of the way our society is where people live together before they're married or they live together long term and they break up and all these other things. This is the kind of problem you run into um, where you've got people where now it's it's not just kicking them out because you broke up boyfriend, girlfriend. It's, oh, crap, we've got to actually evict them because now they've got some rights for having lived there that long. So I hope someone's um, not listening. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, well, as long as you don't break up, you should be fine. Yeah. So, you know, but, uh, you know, these are the kind of issues we run into all the time when you don't have a marriage involved. It, it's, 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 it sucks for the parties involved because it, it's way more complicated than it should be, in my opinion. Uh, this is a text one. It says, if someone is injured and can't work and files disability, can they take child support out of their monthly disability payments? That would be one they have to ask. This is one that I've kind of gone back and forth with in a long time. And there is a, the laws have changed a tiny bit over the last 10 years with this particular issues. I mean, it counts as child support. Um, I don't remember if anybody can grab it directly out of the check itself. I, I don't remember that. I have to look it up because I haven't had that issue pop up in a long time. But whatever money that is being used uh, or given by the government for disability can be considered child support, yes. So, yeah. Uh, let's go to Lamar has a question about guardianship. Lamar, you're on with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Yes, I have a question. Um, I have custody of my grandson, and... On the birth certificate, there is uh, no known father, and they was trying to get a DNA test done by one guy, and he refused to do it, so DHS made him the father. And now I have what? a grandmother of, yes, now I have the grandmother of the so-called father wanting to see my grandson, and she's not been in the picture, and he's five years old. Now, I assume when you say you have custody, you mean you've got guardianship, correct? Yeah, guardianship. Okay. And we're fixing to go file for uh, so I can adopt him because okay. I've had him since he was three months old. Okay. Yeah, you should give me a call about the adoption. We can help with that for sure. But here's the, here's the thing. Sam kind of gave an, a gasp about this person being considered dad. I mean, obviously that father falls under the presumed father statute. That's why they've kind of tagged him as dad. I mean, when you don't fight these things, this is what happens is you get tagged as dad on kids that you could potentially may or may not be the father of. So he says, I don't want to take the, the DNA test. And they're like, well, congratulations, you're a dad now. Well, it's a default. You failed to show up, and that's kind of what happens, yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's as far as, Lamar, as far as your question is concerned, do you have to let her have visitation? The answer is no. You're the guardian. You can do whatever you want. Um, as far as who you want to see the child and those those sorts of things, um, yeah, it, that's really up that's to you as the I guardian. Was, see, that's what I was thinking. But what if she goes to court and tries to get, uh, you know, visitation rights? For doesn't well, grandparents have visitation rights? No. Well, yes and no in Oklahoma. In this case, she would have to have been involved in the child's life at some point. 
for a significant amount of time, and obviously that's not the case. So her her chances of getting visitation are next to zero, honestly. Well, she's seen them one time. It was me and my wife. But listen to my wording. But listen to my wording. Significant visitation, significant time in the child's life. One visitation ain't going to cut it. So I wouldn't be worried. I wouldn't be worried about her going and getting visitation. That's just not going to happen. Okay. I mean, it's just really not. So, I mean, he would have to be the one to actually get off his butt and do a paternity case and go for visitation through the guardianship and this, that, and the other. And obviously, he's not interested in doing any of that. So, you know, she it may piss no. her off. It may make her mad that she can't get access to the kid, but it is what it is. So it, that's why you want to go ahead and get that adoption filed sooner rather than later. And we, we do those all the time. So, you know, we'd be honored to, to help you with that. So give us a holler. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you, Lamar. Good luck. Thank you. See you later. Uh, David is on with a question about custody. David, go. You're with Jeff Hensley of Hensley & Associates. Yes. My uh, wife does not have custody of her children. Um, the father recently got custody, and the court said that you guys just uh, agree amongst yourself for visitation. Well, they only let us see him for six hours every other week, and... He's on. Pa- he was on paper for abusing one of the kids. What and county? What county is this out of? Creek. That clears up some things. So here's my question. All right, <laughs> the court just said, figure visitation out between yourselves. Yeah. Really? Yeah. That, that's odd, even for Creek County. You guys can't. If, they said if you can't become agreement, you need to come back to court. Were there any attorneys involved in this? Huh? Were there any attorneys involved in this? Yes, they had attorneys. She did not. This is weird. I mean, typically judges will put an actual sit visitation schedule in simply because it's, it, it prevents all these kind of problems. To, to just say, oh, figure it out amongst yourselves, especially when you've got parties that probably hate each other and don't get along, that's just weird. That's odd. I mean, that's... Even for certain counties, well, now we odd. hear that he's planning on taking them and moving to Oregon. Okay, so here's the thing about that. He has to give notice, all right? And in that notice, he's got to give at least 30 to, excuse me, 60 To the court or to the other party? Have to give notice to the other party. And, of course, when you do this, you also file it with the court. You have to give 60 days notice minimum of where you're moving to, when it's going to happen, um... You know, where you're moving to, you have to suggest a new visitation schedule, all that kind of stuff. And then the other parent has a right to object. You've got 30 days from the date that you get noticed to object to the relocation, at which point a hearing will be set, and then the judge will make a determination. Now, I will tell you, with the kind of visitation schedule you've got, the chances of him relocating are probably going to be pretty good, and here's why. In the state of Oklahoma, unless you've got a 50-50 time schedule, okay, where moving the child away would do a severe disruption to that child in some way, a severe detriment for taking them away from the, visit, the equal visitation with the other parent, those kind, of, those kind of relocations typically will be granted if there's not that kind of visitation schedule. With a six hours a week, the chances of him... Six hours every other week. Well, that's even worse. My point is, is that with that little visitation, the chance, the argument is going to be, well, it's not going to disrupt the child because, she, you know, child's only seeing mom 12 hours a month. And yeah. with that being said, the judge is probably going to grant the relocation. Now, 
I assume that he's got sole custody. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, he. How did he, he get? Vis- how did he get control- one of the children? How did that happen? I mean, how does a man who this is like the case in Oklahoma City where the judge down there gave custody to the guy that sexually molested the child? I mean, how, what did mom do that was so terrible that dad who beat the kid up gets custody? Uh, years prior, she she had an addiction problem and she overdosed. And her mom stepped in and took the kids. In a guardianship? In a guardianship. Okay. And then he got tired of paying child support and fought and got custody of them just over a year ago. Well, and that's what I'm asking is over a year ago, why did the judge give him custody over mom? If mom had an addiction a long time ago and it's no longer an issue, how did she lose custody to, to this wanker? I the the judge it was the same one that dealt with their divorce their everything that went on he was the same one that over all these years that's dealt with everything and he said for her to show up with clean uas she's done that she is no longer on anything yeah you know i mean me and her have been married for almost two years now we don't live that lifestyle i haven't lived that lifestyle period Give me a call. I'd really yeah. like to look into your case a little bit further. I mean, it's it, it's not it shouldn't be an occurrence where the the abusing parent gets control of the children and then is going to get to relocate scot free simply because we've got some hiccup going on here. So I would really be interested oh, yeah. no, in we talking like to you about five your case. Minutes late dropping them off, and they talked to their lawyer, sent us a notification, and said if we we're ever late again, they would take away all rights for us to see them. They don't get to decide that. It, right, it doesn't work that way. And typically there's a 15 or 20 minute window that we allow people to be late, especially if you're communicating to the other side, hey, train's in the way, or hey, traffic's backed up, or you know something, you let them know what's going on. I mean, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, the hairs in the back of my neck are sticking up on this case. Give me a call. I'd really like to talk to you and help you with this because there's, there's some stuff going on, at least based on what you're telling me. Um, I'd like to look into it further and see how we can help, okay? I'll be in the office all okay. week. Give me a holler. Yes, sir. Thank you. All right, David. Thank you so much. We've run out of time. We had other people that we were going to talk to uh, in other texts, but we ran out of time because of, of that case. There were so many times in the questions we got today where we heard of a lot of what felt like negative information right. or wrong information, whether they get it from a second party or a third party or the other party they're in the lawsuit with, just a perfect point of why you need to have an officer of the court, a lawyer, be there to help you navigate these waters. So when you get told from your other party or your ex, hey, if this happens again, you're going to lose custody, they don't get to decide that. You need a lawyer, someone that's going to fight for you, and Jeff and the people at Hensley & Associates are the ones that can do that. So make sure you give them a call at 398-5692, mention the show, or KMOD, and you'll get a free consultation over the phone. Jeff, have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thanks. All right, we'll be back. The Big Mad Morning Show returns next. Tulsa's Morning Show, 97.5 KMOD. Good morning. It's the Big Mad Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. I was just telling Sam, it's so fascinating to me. The amount of lying that happens in a divorce. Well, yeah. Yes. 
I can remember one specific situation when I was getting divorced and my husband was being an asshole, but I wanted it to be friendly because that's what I thought could happen. And um, he needed something from me. So for like three days before he asked for it, he was like texting me and emailing me and like kind of, I don't know, like jabbing me a little bit like he used to do. And then I gave him the piece of paper that he needed. I sent it over and then I got nothing. It was dead silent after. And I was like, oh, I just got completely played. (laughs) I fell for that. I was told to be boring. Mm -hmm. And I was told to be completely by the books. So when she wanted something, take it to the lawyer's office. She can go to the lawyer's office to get it. Mm Mm-hmm. That way there's no room for interpretation. Yeah, and I thought... Responses and texts are one words. Yes and no. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought that by me getting a lawyer that I would make it worse in our relationship post-divorce because I wanted to be friends. Mm-hmm. No, I th- And I think a lot of people, men mm-hmm. and women, go with that mentality. And, yeah. and, and worse by what definition? Is well, it going to start raining for 30 days and 39? You know what I mean? Like, what does that mean? Like, I just wanted so badly to still communicate with him just because I have a heart. I am get attached to people. And even though I was divorcing sure. him and all these horrible things had happened, like, I still used to care about him as a person and wanted right. to be able to, like, talk to him and thought that that sure. was something that would be, like, normal. And I could do that. And that's you, what and I, I don't wanted. think you're alone. I think every a lot of people go through that. But that is even, and I would say, even a bigger argument to have a lawyer. Yeah. No, because I you wish need someone I did. looking out for you. Because mm-hmm. that person's not. He didn't. No, they're they're at that point completely manipulating the situation. Yeah, and you have to be smarter than that. You have to know you're in that situation mm-hmm. and let someone else be the protector for you. In and- terms of the rules that they've ever that you're playing by. I don't even know why I wanted to be friends with him because, like, what's how I didn't def that. Like, how is that going to play out when I start dating somebody or want to get married? Like, oh yeah, I still text my ex husband. I would not put up with that at no, all. So it's I, over. Yeah, I, I think it was more just like not being able to detach from the life that I had, and so that was still a piece of it. Yeah, maybe. So I felt like I could like maybe keep that, but I mean, it was such a blessing in disguise. Cause I don't want to talk to that asshole. <laughs> anymore right we did both got an attorney for the same thing when when i got divorced we shared the same attorney thinking that this will be amicable yeah amicable well that it would be we didn't have anything to really split up it was a very simple divorce right mm-hmm. you didn't have kids involved no not a lot of assets, we haven't been together anything. very long mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it should be pretty cut and dry and i remember no. going there wasn't one thing that i was like i gotta have this uh-huh right i think i wanted my tv you're like, I want freedom Fair. more. I want my TV, and uh, I want to make sure the house is taken care of. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have to have the house, but I want to make sure it's clear that this is XYZ is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was pretty much it. Now, looking back, she should have had her own attorney. Totally. Yeah, And I would have given her that advice I was gonna if say, I would have known that. What, were you doing that maliciously that she should no. have had her own attorney? You just mm-hmm. didn't know better. No. I remember thinking that we could share an attorney mm-hmm. and then my, the attorney going, I can only represent one of you. I'll take care of the divorce, but understand. And she had to sign a piece of paper that said she understood that, mm-hmm. that it was explained to her that he is not representing her, I that I am in fact the client. Oh my God. So, so she was stress. aware of it too. She had an opportunity. Now she would probably uh, argue that 
she didn't have the financial means to go get an attorney, but I don't see how that's on me. Right. Well, and you figure that out, though. Like, I feel like I didn't either, but if I... You figure it out if you, unless you want to use it as a reason. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you are concerned about that, and then you do figure that out. You find the money somewhere. You borrow it from somebody. You do something to get it if that's important to you. Hooking? Hooking? That's what you got to do. Like uh, you said, she's your ex. It doesn't matter what she does to I'm get checking. The money. You said it like this. You said, you do what you got to do. Wink, nudge at me. I was like, I don't know what that means. I'm guessing she's implying hooking. No, don't hook. I meant like, you know. Sell, sell some, drugs. Sell a lamp drugs. you love. <laughs> Whatever your it body. is. No, no. Don't do anything illegal. No, that makes it worse. You shouldn't use those things. Of course not. Yeah, that makes it worse. Of course not. Yeah. That would complicate matters in the custody part of it. Yes. A lot. Hey, she's hooking. Listen, I got to do is what I got to do. As soon as these right. fees are paid for, I'm done hooking. I promise. Right. I just I got <laughs> an attorney, honor. though. Well, now we have a separate issue, ma'am. Right. But you, I guess it never occurred to me because I wasn't lying to when I went through my divorce. Mm. And when I think of situations like going to court for whatever else that I've had to, I don't remember lying. But do you, be, do you remember being lied about or lied to? Um... I guess. I mean, how would I know? I don't know if you guys were in the same courtroom and she's like, he hits me or I don't know, something. <laughs> sure. Well, no, I, I'm just saying that like sure. or th- something comes up in the paperwork that like he promised he'd pay this or yeah. some kind of lie like that. I understand the fantasy l- statement I'm going to make is I just assume people aren't lying in court. And that's that's insane to me. That's where they lie the most. <laughs> and like I was just reading Jeremy Renner and him, him and his wife are going through a divorce and she publicized his texts. And oh, he's boy. crazy. He, she says that he took a gun and put it in her mouth and threatened to kill her. Oh, my. Jeremy. Oh. And like in the text conversation, she's like, I just want my passport that you're in your safe wire. And he's like, everything's good. Take care. Like literally blowing her off. When she needs her passport? Yes. Mm. What a psycho. Yes, they they both look not exactly okay, but it's Jesus, still, that is so toxic. You just don't assume that that's, that's happening. And especially that's happening to anybody that I know. Right. You go through that stuff and you don't tell anybody. I think, and maybe this is just me, but I always felt in court that I would finally get someone to see what's happening and go, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like finally go, oh, we get it now. We get why he why he doesn't want to be married to that person, or we get why he wants to uh, not want them in their life, period, at all. Like ever. you feel vindicated. <laughs> That's the word, yes. Yeah. Did that happen? Um, I did with the divorce. Okay. But in terms of somebody siding with me, like, yeah, we get it, bro. Cuckoo. No, that <laughs> never happened. <laughs> vindicated because it ended. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, all right. I'm telling you that when you walk out of a courthouse after divorce, it's it must be what a baby feels being birthed out of the vagina. <laughs> all that I'm weight. free! Out of the birthing canal like, <laughs> this is amazing! <laughs> <laughs> Take a break. We'll come back find out what everybody learned. Tulsa's Morning Show. The Big Man Morning Show. The Assault continues next. 97.5 KMOD. Good morning, it's the Big Man Morning Show, 918-460-KMOD. 
can also text BMMS and then what you want to say to 82945. Find out what everybody learned. Sam, what did you learn today? I learned hashtag penis life, and I'm just going to sum up our worst. We've got poop, mouth, riding. Ew. Mm-hmm. Riding. Riding. Ew. Gimpy, what'd you learn today? Well, I learned that Sam's life has really, really changed over the years. Now her mouth hurts at the end of a weekend for a total different reason. And I also <laughs> learned that you can meet gays as long as there's a thin layer of denim betwixt us. Uh, I learned that uh, somebody went into a coma because of dental work. <laughs> and it wasn't Sam. It might be. We'll find out on the 22nd. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I also learned if you ever go on vacation with Sam... Make sure that uh, you have a good plan of attack should you go missing. Leave detailed instructions. Like for the babysitter? Yes. yes. <laughs> hey, there's an envelope in my in my suitcase should I go missing right. with what to do. There's Corbin, stickers on it. Right. It's got little, uh, what's the red, dro- red dog? Uh, Clifford. Clifford. It's got Clifford stickers on it. Clifford and SpongeBob. It's Corbin saying make sure that dishwasher's loaded right. I'm Seaman Sam, and this is for Mother. This is Gimpy. Thank and you, I'm thank you, thank you. You're far too kind. Can I get an encore? Do you want more? Cook and roll with the Brooklyn boys. So for one last time, I need y'all to roll. Uh, 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 yeah. Now what the hell are you waiting for? After me, there should be no more. So for one last time, make some noise. Enter password. Corbin. New messages. The Big Bad Morning Show, I'd like to take a minute to thank troops from Oklahoma and all over the United States. These soldiers have sacrificed to give the Big Mad Morning Show the freedom to act like the total douchebags that they are. Total douchebag. Total, total, total douchebag. Douchebag. Total and complete douchebag. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. We honor and respect you. God bless. Rock and roll! It's over! Bicycle Tulsa. <laughs> God bless Tulsa. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.